0: Hey, this is Chris Visions, and you're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. Get to it now! (laughs) I did not detect the pitter-patter of tiny New Jersey feet. Um, That didn't happen? What's up with that? How come?
1: Uh, best behavior
0: tonight? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking you're giddy. I can detect it in your voice. The giddiness factor is getting let What's not to be
1: giddy this time next week? I know, we will but be wrapping up, up our first day of New York Comic Con, and we'll be getting ready to spend our second night spooning together.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Oh yes, because yes. it's third. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> ah, it's I, I forgot. You. I thought it. Was, we were in the same old, same old. you're right. Yeah, I'm excited as well. It's beyond excited. I don't get excited about you don't many things. That's true, but art and YouTube. That's about it. Oh, it's going to be off the chain. And I shouldn't say YouTube. I should say the collective group it's because true, we we're, we're like a hairball. We're picking up these things over time. Oh, yeah. No, we're going to have a good time. Oh, it's gonna be epic. And I concur about the the uh, thing we did last year that we're not doing this year. I think it's a good idea that we don't.
1: Yeah. We're gonna do the other. We're gonna do the other thing that we did last year, though.
0: Yeah, at the loft. Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, he's like, "Hey, Raf, can I buy your phone?" No, no, not uh, that one. The other one.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, Raf's actually coming to the con this year.
0: I know. He's, I love him. I don't know,
1: he hates Raf. He rants about such things. Did you yeah. guys read that article in the Hollywood Reporter about uh, how much yeah. these celebrities are pulling in at these cons?
2: Yeah,
3: I didn't,
1: dude. Stephen Amell's making up to a half a million dollars for yeah, a weekend. For a weekend, yeah. Wow. I think, what? I think yes,
3: I think he's uh, he gets eighty bucks a photo. So yeah, Mark
1: Hamill's pulling it, in two fifty minimum for every show he does, dude. Yeah, dude.
0: Do why don't we do photos, bro?
1: I was like, I I knew it was a lot of money. Like, because yeah. when we did that, when we did the Supergirl and the Punk thing, I was thinking. As we were waiting in line, my mind went to how much are they making? I figured they were making 50 G's, which was an incredible amount, but.
3: Right. No, it's, it's definitely more. And it's, and you know what? And, and what's cool about, um, Emil is that he's, he, uh, he basically, he, he reps himself and other actors who were. Yeah. He started his it, own agency. But, yeah. Um, and, and he is one of the most. Giving celebrity, I mean, my man is always hawking charity. So it's it, whatever he's making on a weekend, chances yeah. are he's not keeping most of it, if any of it. So, I mean, he's got is a fucking Rass- day job. Is
0: that what? Was that Ras phone that I heard beep? <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's funny,
1: but that's, but that's a crazy cl- amount of money, man. It
0: is, it is a lot of money.
1: By the way, Vince, I know you're, uh, You've already got your VIP tickets, right? Because it's Stan, it's Stan the Man's last ever New York Comic Con.
0: Whatever. Don't let the door hit you on the desk. Uh, you way.
1: got to go there?
0: I didn't go that there. I'm that, that wasn't me. That just, that just came out.
1: Yeah. Come on, son.
0: You know what comes out? We do, because this is 11 O'Clock Comics, episode 440. Damn. And I am Vince B. You
3: are Vince B, you sexy bastard. I am David A. Price. I don't know about that. But, what? what uh, no, I am David A. What do I, what do I amuse you? Am, am I a clown? I'm
1: Tommy oh no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> get that pen away from him. No, you're not. You're Jason Booed everybody. You don't have to stab somebody in the neck to get cheap comics. All you got to do is shimmy on over to Discount Comic Book Service. That's the that way ever. DCBService.com. Say it with me dcbservice.com nobody said it but that's okay where you will reap the rewards of very low priced comic far less than the cover price i'm going to do this again the new list of specials is not up but if you are not a dcb service subscriber here's what you missed last month from image a D After Death Book One, Jeff Lemire, mm-hmm. Scott Snyder, two up and comers in the industry are doing a new mini series, three issues, extra large, I think it's what eighty pages. Uh cover price is five ninety nine. That's a very good price for an eighty page comic. From two powerhouses, right? Your price, if you were a DCB service subscriber, is two hundred ninety nine. What? From Dark Horse, Department H. Matt Kint and his beautiful wife Charlene are doing this. Cover price on this was 20 bucks. For a six issue hardcover? That's not bad. can't beat bad. that with a bat. No, no, that's not bad. You can beat it though. Because if you were a DCB service subscriber, you would have paid $9.99. That's silly. That's so cheap it's silly. And, uh, last but not least, from Valiant, Savage number one, B. Clay Moore, Clayton Henry, Lewis LaRosa, all great people fine craftsman $3.99 cover price you could have scored this first issue for a ninety nine if you were smart we all know you or are 99. that's right so if you're not a dcbservice.com subscriber get thee to the website and look at all the money you're going to save mm-hmm. it's crazy dcbservice.com it's so
1: crazy. you're crazy i am crazy i'm giddy you know why i'm a giddy vince
0: Because you'll be in my arms in less than a week. That's right. Yep,
2: spooning.
1: That's right. (laughs) I can hear Peter Gabriel playing in the background right now.
0: In your eyes. (laughs) What's that out in the yard? It's Jason Jason standing with a pot.
1: Oh, it's going to be dope. But for real Uh, stuff, it's Thursday night while we're recording. We are six days away from hanging out together for the first time since March. Woot! Which is pretty crazy.
0: It's been a while. I, you know, I've been, been pleading with guys over the summer to, hey, let's do something in New York, like for a weekend or oh, something, yeah. but no. I couldn't get you to, to bite. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Cause it was me, but if, of like, your booze said it, you'd be there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I know. By the okay. way, you
1: can get your picture taken with the ca- uh, the cast of Stranger Things at the uh, New York Comic Con. Are you kidding I am me? I'm not. What's that run? I don't know. I could tell you. Hold
0: on. Yeah, I read Dustin has a um, something. I don't. I forget the name of it. Uh He has no teeth, and he's not growing.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a thing, right? It's a real thing.
0: Yeah, that's what I said. I for, I forgot the name, but it's a. I mean, how do you solicit an act like an actor to play the role? Hey, if you have this medical condition,
1: I candid- they didn't, right? Like, I yeah, I he, think
0: that was like just gravy.
1: Yeah, he tried. <laughs> he, out. He nailed right? the part, and it was just thought, like, oh, this is cool. Yeah.
0: So they worked it into the story.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. Wow, that's awesome. Cute kid with funny, good actor shows up with the, with the no Uh, teeth and they're like, uh, what's up with the no teeth?
0: Kid was the best thing about the entire show. Dustin was the best.
1: He was the best. He's probably going to be part of our crew next con.
0: Can you imagine that? I would roll with him. I roll with all of
1: them. We're like the land of misfit toys up in here. I know. Which is not to say we're not misfits ourselves.
0: No, I mean like attracts like, right?
1: For a show. But I'm super kidding, man. It's gonna be great. It's uh I mean it's I don't know, man, it's gonna be there's so many awesome people attending this year. It's gonna be increíble. You know one funny thing about doing a like a little show, a con preempt for New York or an I it would be the same for San Diego if we ever went to San Diego. It's hard to pimp it up in a salesy way because let's be honest, if you don't have your tickets already you're not going
0: right so you need a lot of lead time you
1: do you do yeah. yeah
0: we should have been doing this in july all
1: right so let's see here you go vince i'm going to tell you some of the people that are going to be there for photo ops okay alan tudyk i don't know how you say his name but i know Dap-Lighton. oh
0: yeah he's from firefly
1: from firefly and also the star trek right no no he wasn't star trek no. no where else do i know him from Firefly. Just Firefly? No, I definitely <laughs> know from other places. No.
3: Um was not he in uh the uh The Knights Tale.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh how much that. do you think his uh his autograph or his photo is? Uh fifty. Dap you want to guess? Little opening? Uh, game.
3: Yeah, I oh uh no yeah, I'd say fifty.
1: Close. Sixty bucks.
3: Oh
0: uh, that's Pri- I guess that's
1: Princess sure. Leia.
0: Oh Jesus, 100 bucks easy. That? Yeah. 90 bucks. Yeah. I'm not bad at David this. David Harper,
1: who plays the sheriff in Stranger Things. Yes.
0: Uh, uh because the show's hot, I'm going to say 75. Okay. No, I'm going to say 50.
1: 50 exactly, right? Ooh, here's one I'm that's on. pretty dope, I have to say. John Bernthal, aka The Punisher.
3: Right. I'm going to say that's at least 80.
0: I'm gonna say pass because I wouldn't get my photo taken with him oh, based on. on that last Punisher. But whatever. Whatever.
1: Seventy. Okay. How much? Uh, how much for the little girl from Stranger Things? A hundred. Fifty. Dap's on point. Yeah, we, yeah. How about uh, uh Matt Smith, aka uh, one of the doctors? Oh, the doctor.
0: Oh, really? Yep. Is the? Does he have any companions with him?
1: I wouldn't know. What are their names? Is Jenna Coleman a companion?
2: Yes. You're Ooh. kidding me. She's there. <laughs> Oh, I know no. where I'm going
0: to be
3: this weekend. He's
2: out. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> well, let's go. Let's go there. <laughs> is, uh,
3: Aaron
1: Richards a companion.
3: I, Aaron Richards? I wonder if she's the new one.
1: What about Anna Silk? Is she a companion? That doesn't sound familiar. Okay, well let's go back to the one you did. Jenna Coleman.
3: <laughs> Jenna Coleman is... Cute as hell. Something. Yeah! Dude, yes. And... She is, uh, uh, the, the girlfriend the of, uh, Rob Stark. Isn't she on your list? Oh, fuck yeah, she is. Yeah. So, uh, oh. how much? I, I'm, I'm going to say.
0: She's at least worth 75. Yeah,
3: I don't know. I don't know. I'm, oh fuck.
0: Wow. I'll say it between month. 50 and
3: 75.
1: 65.
3: Right. There. That's okay. We round it. Yeah, we are round.
1: Uh, so, there. okay. So yeah, so she'll be there. Matt Smith, you didn't tell me how much you thought Dr. Who would
0: pay. Matt, Matt Smith is 75. No, he's at least ninety. If she's getting sixty five, he's getting ninety.
1: He is one oh five.
2: Wow.
1: <laughs> now you can get oh, with here the one oh five. Here you go. You can get the Taxis. team up of Doctor Who, which is Matt which is uh Matt Smith, Coleman, Jenna Coleman, and Kingston. So let's see. She Kofi? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Kingston is the other one. Uh Kingston must be Oh, Alex Kingston. oh from uh
3: Oh, oh, from ER, ER. And, yeah, yeah, Doctor Who. She's, she's she's River Song, yeah. She's his wife. Uh, oh, wait.
0: That's at least two bills. That's two probably bills. Two. Yeah, that's two. Oh bills. yeah,
3: easy.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can get just the eleventh Doctor and Clara, so Smith and Coleman, and that's one sixty. <laughs>
0: can... Wow, they are they are making bank on this, aren't they?
1: Yeah, it looks that way. Dude, hilarious. Her- you can get an outsiders team up of C. Thomas Hal and Ralph Macchio. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> for 80 bucks. Wow. Ralph Macchio.
0: Well, that's cool. Yep. We'll have to look into that.
1: Evangeline Lilly is gonna be there. That's cool.
0: My goodness.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: How much he, uh, dive? Seven- uh, that's respectable. Indeed. Yep. Yeah. Alright then. What are you drinking?
1: I am drinking, hold on, I got to look at this bottle here. I am drinking Arduini Nero di Avola, which is an Italian blend from, uh,
0: 2014. Wow,
1: that's a mouthful. It is. Well, I, I told you, I've been a member of this club now for a while called Bright Cellars. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is from the August experience. They call their shipments each month an experience.
0: I like that. Yeah. We should call it the 11 o'clock comics experience. Cause it is, right? Uh,
3: it's uh, something. <laughs> oh, it, it's something.
0: <laughs> it's something. Yeah, it's I I'm am... going to tell you a little more about it, Vince. Oh, yeah. no, there's more. There is nice. more. Get a book. You have a book?
1: Yeah, I'm going I'm to break it down for you. I'm breaking down for you. Cool. Okay. It's an important <laughs> and widely grown grape in Sicily. It has, stru- my people. Yep. This wine has structure, body, and a deep, dense color. Dark fruits and a hint of cracked pepper are evident in this bold red. Oh, I want to try that. Enjoy with beef, game, or dap while recording podcasts. Oh, it
0: says that? It says that. Our reach is far yep. and wide. Yep. And around. indeed. Cool. <laughs> it's never around. Um, I am spending this episode with Commodore Perry, again, from Great Lakes Brewing Company. Last The last three bottles of Commodore Perry. So, say goodbye to the Commodore. Peace out. Deuces. What are you drinking, David?
3: Uh, I thought I had this before and I it's not on uh it's not on my little app that I keep track of these things with. So He has I,
0: an app. I do. <laughs> why why I not do? surprised?
3: <laughs> Jason even likes some of the posts when I when when, when I Oh, uh, that's right, I do. So I share it. So, you know, but it's um this is Robert Mondavi Private selection Cabernet Sauvignon, oh. aged in bourbon barrels.
0: Yeah, you like that stuff.
3: Uh, it's a limited release, right. and oh. it, it's uh, let's. There's see. the
2: anchor. <laughs>
3: <laughs> our, our coastal California vineyards deliver deep flavors of black cherry and blackberry to the wine. The next step is to age the blend in bourbon whiskey barrels for at least. Three months, adding nuances of vanilla, brown sugar, and toasty oak.
0: Sweet. Sweet. All right. Uh, anybody have thank yous? Because I am dying to talk about this one thing. Oh,
1: I hope it's the thing I'm ready to talk about.
0: Yeah, it probably is. Cool. Yeah, no thank yous? Uh,
1: you know, I think I do, but it's downstairs, and so I'm going to get them on the, on the go around.
0: Okay. Now... I read a comic that came out of the blue. I saw the cover way back when it was uh, initially solicited and I said, that's a damn fine cover. So I said, yes. And when I actually saw the sequential art in this thing, I expected to be blown away, but it's it went far beyond what I expected. This thing was conceived by Rick Remender and Jerome Opeña. (laughs) Uh, It was written by Remender, illustrated by Opeña, color art by Matt Hollingsworth, and it's called Seven to Eternity. Number one. I know you both read it, yes? Yes. Come on, son. I'm I'm just covering the bases here. Well, let's give them the lowdown on it, right? It's, it's a world called Zal. And there's, uh, science is not preeminent on this world. It's magic. And there are certain people who are particularly in tune with this magic. And those are called, uh, what is it? Mosak? Right? They, they tap into the, the natural mojo of the, the place and they're able to do things, extraordinary things. And they're able to communicate with with beings that are not there to the naked eye but e- exist in some realm and they are aided or hindered by these things. And um, in this land, there, there's a man who has risen to some uh level of prominence. His name is Zeb. No, his name's not that. What was the – oh, Garlus Sulim. He's the god of whispers, um, also known the as mud the Mudkin. And this man has risen to a a point where he demands fealty from basically everyone. And there's one man who would not do it. Zeb Ocidas. Is that how you pronounce it? I say Ocidas. You probably say Ocidas. No, I'd say you're right. Uh, Zeb wasn't, Zeb wasn't, he wasn't having it, right? Definitely not. Man of principle, man of principle who would not bend his knee to the mud king. And because of the, that fact, he puts himself and his family in grave danger. The, the people cast him out. Get the hell out of here. You don't um, bow to the, the god of whispers. Then you are going to hurt everyone around you, and you're a threat, and get the hell out of here. So Zeb and family relocate. They move out of the city into the wilds, and they are tormented by this this mud king the he demands that zeb uh lay it all out for him and zeb won't and we see what happens with this man's reluctance to uh to bend he's not, dash. yes he's not the reed that bends he is the the iron bar he refuses to give uh, you got to admire that right to a certain extent oh, like sure. the guy yeah, the guy has principle i do not have any I'm not bound to any beliefs like this man. I, I, you know, I kind of wish I, I was in, in a sense because he stands up for what he believes in and he just does not give an inch and the mud king comes for him at some point and it's not pretty. And the emissary of the mud king, the, the hooded guy, the helmeted guy, does that not scream infinity to you? Oh
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, this guy could have been one of, one of, uh, Thanos's guys.
1: Yep. It's
0: true. Yeah. I mean, but it, you have, it's the same illustrator. So the, the style is, is there. It's homogenous, right? So, um, but it's not even the way I, I thought this thing was, it's, it's a mere taste of what's going to happen. We don't Yeah, get- I mean, You
3: just, you just mentioned the first couple pages. I mean, once, once, the confrontation happens, uh, it, there's, it's, it's a roller coaster, the emotions and, and it's I, the, the design work alone. It's a mm. gorgeous
0: book. Yeah, however, but, yeah, yeah. what does, what does however, however, comma, what?
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm curious here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? Come on. If, if the only
3: people are That are ever mentioned with this book are Robender and Opeña. Someone deserves a slap. Hollingsworth is amazing. You're not lying. You're not lying. It's all Vince's
0: fault for not mentioning him, but you're not lying. I did mention Hollingsworth. I always do. Do not do that. (laughs) Um, if, If you zoom in on the line work, I mean, the line work is there. It's super solid. Well, I mean, there are
3: sketches. You, you can see, I mean, even on the, on, on, the title page with the credits, there's, you know, you, you see, you just see the plain old
0: character sketches
3: and, uh, uh
2: yeah, it's solid. Yes. Yeah,
0: I was going to say that Hollingsworth did a lot of the heavy lifting on this issue. It's,
3: so it is, it is sharp. It is a gorgeous book and it's, it's, it joins some of the other first issues, not just from image, but things like, you know, Doom Patrol where you're, it's just a taste and, and I'm kind of sucked in because it's, yeah. I, it, it, it's definitely the kind of book that, that Jason's like, what Jason likes where we're going to see the band get together. Oh, uh, yeah. but it's, they're not rushing it. It's, it's deliberate and it's, if, if, you, but it doesn't, it's, Remender is, is becoming, that uh well, he has been but he's 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 a chameleon in the sense that it's you you may not it, yes it's the same guy who's writing deadly class and who wrote x force and and who wrote punisher and is writing low but it's it's such a different book than everything else he's mm-hmm. been doing he is doing and and it's
0: it, it so there's no it's well you you've read the the text piece in the back right yes this is a product of opania and rumen yes i mean they they've been batting things back and forth right from even what from I, when I, they I,
3: when they were working on strange girl and, and yeah and fear yeah. agent so yeah i mean they they have it's they definitely have a uh a relationship and 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 they they can do magic together uh but this is, uh, yeah, I, I didn't know what to expect really, cause I didn't, I, I know Image announced it a while ago, and, uh, like Finn said about the cover, this, it, it's a very movie poster-esque oh, cover. God, it's a yeah, gorgeous It's
0: amazing. Cover. Yeah, uh, both of them.
3: Yes, and, um it's, it's just a, uh, and I, there, there are a couple of
0: different covers for, uh, for the book, but. You know what makes the cover? I mean, aside from the fantastic drawing, the design, the rounded corners, yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness, and and just the tab on the top with the one—it's a strong cover. The the whole um, credits on the bottom of the yeah the image—that's that's, uh, it's just great. It's smart design. It's not cluttered at all. Yeah. And from across the room, you can see the title, and that's all you need really to see if you're that far away. Sure. And the art, right? No, it's a really smart design for the cover, but.
3: But they're, they're, no, 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 they're, they're just, I mean, as you're not, I'm sure we're going to be rewarded, obviously, but it's, you're not, uh, everything is visual. Mostly everything is visual at this point. I mean, you know, when, when, when they're hunting at the beginning, you, 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 you can tell what's, what's going on and, and the kind of world they live in. Nothing is, they're not handing you any information you're going to learn no, as you go. Right. And I, I, I think because we're not, this, this is not a world we're familiar with. So we should learn as we go. I don't, I don't want to score a card right off the bat. And, and so I can tick things off as, as we see them happen. I want to be aware of what I, I want to be immersed in it and, and see what's happening as it happens.
0: We get a little bit of sun too in the beginning with the, uh, the brother and, and sister. Right. Yep. Or is it father and daughter? I think it's. Well, it's and I, because it's. um They don't. He doesn't really make it clear, does he? Because she I, I, looks kind of like him, but she's dark skinned.
3: Oh, you yeah, mean okay? There, though. No, I think that's. um I thought. I thought you were talking about the hunting at the beginning.
0: Yeah, the hunting at the beginning.
3: Well, she's not dark skinned in the
1: beginning. The one with the, the bow and arrow. She's kind of like right. she's. I guess she's I think, a little darker skin than
2: him, well, right? Well she
0: has a definitely different skin That's, color than, no, than right. he does. But the the thing that intrigued me was remember, doesn't choke you with <laughs> addendums and um annotations like the nails. Obviously it's attuned the nails are attuned to whatever forces are magic or or planet-bound forces are on this world. But he doesn't exactly say how, right? Right. So I I can take that and be satisfied with, okay, there's a little mystery going on as to how these nails work. Their nails are alive. It looks like they're alive. But yet they're weapons. They're creatures, but they're weapons. And you have to be of a certain type in order to make these nails work that's good enough for me right now i would like to know more about it and i assume we will but for right now that it's this is it's basically a tease this first issue yeah because you're just you've just land. it's like transplant it you're you're just landed on this planet nobody's explaining anything to you but if you open your eyes and ears you'll get it over time
1: right for sure I mean the the thing she uses is an arrow looks almost like uh, an electric eel. Yeah. But then she's got one that's very similar around her head, like almost yeah. like a um like a cell phone or something, like or a microphone. Yeah. yeah.
0: And the the thing on her head lit up the same time right. she started Some charging. Narrow, the, yeah. So they must be connected. But it, yeah, I was going to say the thing looks kind of dormant, and then when she touches it, right. the eyes it's light up, yeah. and then it elongates.
3: So it's but nervous. her eyes are lit up also. So it's it uh, there must
0: be, As be right. Is the
3: beast that she's the, the board thing,
1: she
0: right? Is. So how'd she miss?
1: That's a good question. Yeah,
0: because yeah, he coughed because he's got the cancer. Right. Yeah, poor guy.
1: No, it was awesome. I mean, and uh that double page spread splash
2: Woo! when Shit.
1: Uh, it's such a great the the page before he he revives. I guess it's more, it's like a Phoenix or a,
0: it's like a guardian of the, yeah, temple, kind of, yeah. right?
1: but it's like a, some type of dragon bird thing. And he's like one last time. And then he says, hardest thing a man can do is remain noble. When the whole world seems, uh, sees him as a coward, which I thought was a great line. And then the next page is just this unbelievable, massive, epic layout of this city. And then there's this giant towering juggernaut looks kind of like Groot actually. Yes. yes it does. Um, but it's, it's the, you know, it's the, twice the size of a skyscraper and uh, then are these flying squids and all these other alien looking creatures and a cat creature. It's just incredible.
2: And it's then like you the see.
1: heroes in the corner, just, just very small, smallly uh, drawn into the corner. You know, it's, um I mean, y'all know I got mad love for Opena. It's, it's this page and a certain images look almost like Jay Lee to me. I feel like Opena's yeah, style is becoming a little more over the years has become a little more delicate. I mean, he's, he's got very, very detailed pencil now. I mean, like, like it's, if you go back and look at his furies and stuff, it was great, but it was nowhere near as, as, as delicate as his, his stuff has been in the last few years.
0: Yeah. I got to counter that Jay Lee comment because Lee suggests and doesn't draw. Interesting. He does, he uses a lot of heavy blacks to suggest yes, information. Oh, is laying it out.
1: No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that I mean, I mean, all that, to the point where they they usually. I mean, he sells his art in pencil form. It's just, uh it's some. Unbelie- I mean, the the pencils fully tell the whole story. It's just yeah, fully detailed. So.
0: and I'm wondering this this doesn't look like darkened pencils, so he may be inking his own work in this. He might be
1: incredible. But incredible start. Yeah, then
0: then again, there are some pages that look like. They weren't mm-hmm. inked. I don't know. We have to look, but, uh, like, why does that crystal revive that guardian? Yeah. What is it about that crystal? And he just like jams it down his throat. It's like, okay, I'm back.
1: Well, and this world is interesting, right? Because the power lies with, with, the uh, with death, right? I mean, it's like, it's, they get their power from, from, de- from, from dead things. And mm-hmm. it's like this, this, uh, so it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's the, the thing I love about Remender is you just know that he's built a, a world and there's going to be so much depth mm-hmm. to it. Um,
2: you know, think about the the, Ma-
1: the, the the the, I mean, think about that he's he's doing he's doing this he's doing black science you know he's he's doing deadly class I mean all at the same time I mean these are very complex, sure. worlds that he's that's amazing,
0: but the the mud king seems to have a power over the very physicality of the the planet like because he when when he he goes to deliver his. um decision to the mud king you see the the ground starts swirling yeah. right and it wraps around pulls
1: them down that, under to that, where the mud king lives
0: yeah and it's like wow i want to know more
1: and the mud king looks kind of like zorn okay well oh, and sitting in that in that chair yeah,
0: yeah 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 but uh no this is great stuff i i i'm hungry to to learn more about this world for sure i'm i'm guessing. That the uh, Mud King is going to get taken out really early in an even worse threat. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think an even worse threat. It's going to rear its its head.
1: That is interesting.
0: That would be cool. But I mean, either way, it's whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ride this one out. It's just fascinating. So good. Yeah. And but again, if if any one of these two gentlemen leave, this book is going to be totally destroyed. You can't oh, he, no. You can't do no, this without it's it. It's a
1: creator-owned book. I don't think that's going to happen. Sure. I would imagine they'll do what he's been doing with all his other creator-owned. They'll do uh arcs, you know, and then they'll let the guy get a rest and recharge and then do
0: another arc. So what does it say about the power of Image Comics that Opeña, who is probably making a very good living doing Marvel stuff, or did, right, decides to do his own thing?
1: Well, I mean, let's talk about how, about, how about Poppy Capullo leaving Batman right. for... Right. For it to do a book with Miller, right?
0: Yeah, yep. and, and as a business decision, very sound. Because you know he's got to do something right now. He's not. If he took a year off, and just like, you know, regrouped and and decided what he was going to do, I think yeah, his Batman stuff was super strong, and the memory of that will linger. But he's really smart to do this right now.
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, especially yeah. with with Miller, because Miller. Has essentially a conduit to get every one of those things turned into a movie, sure, right.
0: for better or worse. But yeah, you're right. No,
1: well, I'm just saying. For, you're talking. You brought up the financial aspect. I'm saying financially, if you're going right. to leave the best-selling book in the big two uh, for a creator-owned book because you want money, Miller's as good a writer as you can partner with yeah. because he's going to get you producer credits.
0: And it it amazes me how Coppola went away for so long. Like, what if he didn't bow out of comics after his spawn run? I mean, he was doing assorted things, but he was never in the limelight.
1: Well, I don't, I don't know offhand who the editor was for Batman when they got the whole Schneider-Capulo thing started, but credit to him because. Yeah. Like you said, he, it wasn't as though Capulo was a, a a tier one name, at least among mainstream readers at the time. Right.
2: Legend. Yeah. And as the
1: legend goes, uh, well, well acknowledged by both now. I mean, Schneider and Capullo were not exactly seeing eye to eye at the beginning. They neither of them really liked the other until they right. became, you know, took a while. So yeah, I mean, kudos to that editor.
0: But, uh, this is the first image book to attract me in, in a while. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's interesting.
0: Uh, I've read, and not for lack of trying. I mean, I've read a, a bunch of stuff. It's just nothing really, really clicked like this. And I won't say which ones didn't click because it doesn't matter. But I'm, I'm fast. I, I need more of this. Like right now. Good
1: thing for you. You're going to get more.
0: Yep. How long do you think this is going to run?
1: I don't, I have no idea. I don't know. guess.
0: I'd like to see at least like 50, 60 issues of this.
1: Just based on the complexity of the opening salvo, uh, I presume it's gonna be a long a long running if the sales ex- uh, uh afforded that, right?
0: Yeah. Oh I, I think they I will. mean this doesn't
1: strike me as a twelve issue story.
0: No,
3: no, no I'm thinking I thinking we're gonna at least get three years and then we'll we'll see where it goes. I mean that the the class is in uh, is up to what, like eighteen? It's so we've got we've had a couple of years of deadly class, we've had year and change of low. So I mean and he's obviously the image books. They, they, cause Remender's only working on them with one artist. So it's, it's not, uh, they take their time. So yeah, I, I'm thinking at least three years and then we'll
0: see where it goes from there. Neat. And it's monthly. At least for the first arc. Cause at the, at the, um, text page, it says see you in 30 days.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There you go. I, I was uh, very thankful for the the playlist too. Yes, I mean, some of it's out of my
2: uh, <laughs>
0: my realm, but there are some that it's not, and it's cool. I, this is just icing on the cake to see what uh, goes on behind the scenes when they're they're creating this stuff. Love it. Big ups to Remender and Opena. This was a great issue.
3: Indeed.
1: I think it's
0: going to get greater.
1: Well, you should Great. hope so. I hope the first oh, issue is a climax.
0: No, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 it's going to compound on what we already know. Right. So the the longer this series goes on, the more we're going to understand. So, yeah, mm-hmm. bring it. Bring it on. Mm-hmm. All right. What What'd you guys read? I think you wanted to tag team on something. Did we? Did yeah. We? You said in the slack. Well, I said we've been reading, but... Oh, tag team out, I was. I'm not
1: fully, I'm not fully, fully caught up though.
0: Oh. No, not that. Oh. The, the black, um the murder book.
1: Oh Oh, Black Monday Murder?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, you read that too, Dad? I think it
3: was Man Who Travels last week.
1: It was?
0: <laughs> no. The last week or the
1: week
3: before? The Ghost Rider, yeah. thank oh, you. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, I was on. That's been a week for it. Cause I was no, 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 no. Uh, you were on. I was not on.
1: I do not remember t- you talking about this book.
0: So what about it? Why should I? Why should I give this book you a hate shot?
2: You would this
1: book.
0: It's, uh, okay.
2: No, you would. You just no. got done saying.
1: No, you just got done saying that you you that, that this book is the is you just fits the description of the kind of book you just said you don't vibe on.
0: Yeah, but if I remember. Brother Dapp's It's commentary.
3: It's in the show notes from last week when we had Jeff.
1: Yeah,
0: there there is a paranormal component to this book.
3: There is, but it's also very
1: Hickmany in that it's got tons of yeah. uh just written pages, a lot of graphic, a lot of uh, tons and tons of minutiae footnotes. Oh, oh,
3: Jason, you know why you know why you probably don't remember me talking about it? Because I uh I I somewhat besmirched uh, the nightly news. That's yeah, tuned
0: you right that's when that's when Jason tapped out. Yeah. Tuned you
3: right out. That's right. Right. So there we go. Yep. But no, I I I, right. I loved it. But I, I I'm glad you read it now. So I want to hear your thoughts. Well, so
1: <laughs> this is a story awfully close to home for me, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it's you know it's set in the in the in the world of, of of investing, which I am in, and it also plays into the long standing conspiracy of the Illuminati. And, uh, if you were to Google Illuminati, there's often one of the families always mentioned as part of it is the Rothschild family. And uh, as you guys know, but many of our listeners may not, I am a partner at Rothschild Capital Partners. So, so it's a little strange for me to be reading a book about like this. Uh, where the Rothschild family is help is running the world through Wall Street since since I am essentially a, uh, an acolyte of that, of that, of that cause in real life. So (laughs) good choice
0: of words there. Yes.
2: Thank you.
1: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, so a little creepy there also creepy as a, as a portfolio manager heading into October to be reminded that every major crash has happened in October. Never a comforting feeling. Um, so the book gave me a pit in my stomach on several levels. Uh, cause you know, comics are a nice escape from reality. And while this is certainly not a realistic story, uh, probably of all of the people that read this issue, uh, I'm probably one of the one that's closest to this being my reality than most. So, so I, I don't know. So it was kind of, it was kind of, it was, an, it was an awkward, <laughs> awkward read for me. Um, uh, <laughs> there have definitely been moments in my career where I felt like essentially, uh, Myself or others are making a pact with some greater, greater, greater force to, uh, to protect our, our, our financial solvency. Um, but, uh, you know, Coker is, is is something else. Um, the dude is, is, uh, I don't, I'm trying to think like, I I know I've seen him in other stuff, but I couldn't remember where I've seen him before. Uh, oh,
3: dude, um, he did the, uh. He worked on Agents of Atlas.
1: There you go. Okay. He
3: worked on, um, uh, yeah, he's, he, he did, um.
0: Did Daredevil Noir, right? Did he? Did he? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay.
3: Okay. But yeah, no, I mean, you've definitely seen his, his Marvel stuff. It, it, Cause it, it's, at times it's, it's also somewhat, uh, he, he has a style very similar. He and Tommy, Tommy Lee, uh, that, For right. sure. that yeah. similar style, but, sure. um, this looks a little, uh, I'll say cleaner than, than some of the work he did when, um, especially I, I picture images of Marvel Boy from Agents of Atlas for some reason, but it's, it's, that's definitely, um, mm-hmm. is, I like his style. Uh, this is cleaner than I remember his Marvel work being. And it's, um, but it's, it's, It's consistent. Yeah, there's probably some, uh, see, I don't, I, some of the, some of the players in the book look like they could be played. It's not, I'm not talking like it's New Universal where the characters in that look like, you know, Sawyer and Johnny Depp and, and Bruce Willis and everybody else, but there are, you, you definitely get a sense that, uh, Coker has, some people in mind for some of the some of the players in the book.
1: Oh, interesting! You know, you, you could be right. I didn't I didn't pick up on any photorefer or, or or realistic. Like I guess I didn't see it like a Larocca where I'm looking at it and thinking, "Oh, he's." I, but it, it seemed more more organic to me than that. Um,
3: and it is because it's not. It it, it doesn't. Stop you cold. It, it's, it's still, everything still flows. It's not like just because he didn't have an image of some dude with a three quarter turn means he had to manipulate the panel some other way. It, it definitely, he's, cause, cause there are a lot of pages where it's just talking heads. It, cause it, he's a yeah. detective, they're conversations. So, yeah. uh, but it's not, it, it's, it, there isn't, there aren't too many stat panels where you just have the same face talking right. panel after panel. He, he does, Change it up. There is some movement and it's, it, it's a very, it, it, it it does flow. It's, it's somewhat organic.
1: Yeah. I mean, so, and and I love the way that Hickman sets us up by bringing us back to 1929, the start of the great depression. Um, you market fell 12% a day and these guys are doing everything they can to protect their, their capital from being lost and that that involves sacrifice, like sacrificing literally human sacrifice, uh, to protect their wealth. And the, the greater the magnitude of, of the markets travails, the more things they have to sacrifice to protect themselves. And they end up killing an unimaginable, uh, number of people that work for them in order to keep themselves afloat that day. Uh, and then we fast forward to 2016. So I'm imagining, uh, one of the Roth, the Rothschild is uh the leader of the Rothschild family at this point is murdered. Uh So it's a bit of a whodunit, but I'm, I'm, I'm presuming based on what we saw from the 1929 flashback that the, at least for either the entirety of the series or, or the first arc is going to take us through another massive crash and the start of another depression is my, as my guess, right? It's the proceeding. We're going to, we're about to have another apocalyptic financial moment like that is what Hickman's getting at. So, Um, hopefully this is very much fiction and not reality. Uh, but, uh, (laughs) but I know that Hickman, his views on these things run deep. He's very much, uh, against the man. And, uh, I have the second issue as well, but I didn't have a chance to read it. So I don't know if you had a chance to read the second issue yet.
2: Yes.
3: It's, uh, I, I liked it. The only... I'm sure it's going to make sense as, as it unravels. The only part that kind of really, um I guess it didn't kill the mood, but it, it slowed it down for me somewhat was us cutting over to, and maybe this is the second issue, but we, uh, we cut over to Russia. Yeah. And That's the first and, few pages of this issue. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and then which, you know, adds to the mystery aspect and, and, you know, the questions and answers and, and kind of adds to the, more Hickman-y, um, not mysticism, but just the, the fantastical elements of the story where, so it's, yes, if you like, you know, it, it, if you like old school law and order, where or someone, where a detective has to do his homework, but even, even the detective, uh, I'm not going to say he dabbles in it, but there is,
1: uh. No, he definitely does.
3: No, he, do- well, yeah, yeah, cause I mean, when, when is, when a CEO comes in and, and tells him to go on the case and, and he's got the bones, but
2: yeah.
3: Uh, and even, even the sister talks about it briefly in the second issue. And, and, uh, so it's, but yes, I mean, it's, it's pretty much all around you in this story, but the detective, the, the mystery part is, is more grounded in reality than, than the other parts that, that kick off the story, but it's still, it's, it's a real good marriage.
1: Agreed. Yeah. No, I, uh, it look, it's, it's, it is a different book. I mean, uh, I think seven to eternity is a book that a vast preponderance of comic readers could enjoy. I think this book is a bit different than that. Uh, I, I, as David said, I think it's, it's a lot of talking heads, a lot of detail, you know, again, a lot of pages of graphics and, historical context and data and and stats and, um, which, which, which again, if you're a fan of Hickman's non big two stuff, I guess even, or some of his big two stuff, this is not new. This is what you get from Hickman. And and I'm a big fan of that, but I, I, definitely understand that for some, this would not necessarily be in their wheelhouse. It's a dense book. I mean, each, each issue is 56 pages. So it's, it's, uh, it's a lengthy read. You're getting your money's worth for sure. Um, but, and I get the sense, I don't know if, again, I don't know if this has been announced, but I don't, this doesn't strike me as something that's going to go on for a long time.
3: No, I don't think it can.
1: Right. This strikes me as something in six, eight, 10 issues, right? It's, like it's, it's got a beginning, middle and end. Yeah. But beautiful book. Nice to see Hickman. Now, did we ever, did, did he ever, uh, like he's still not finished the, the book, uh, with Bodenon, right? Like,
3: that's, right. Yeah. No, that's... On the ether somewhere. I think he, um at the end of the last issue they did, there was a little, a little write up in the back, um about them coming back better than ever once they have, uh, some issues done. They're, That's
1: been a hell of a long time now, right? Yeah,
3: but I, I do believe, I, I, oh shoot, I'll try to find it, but I, I want to say that they said sometime in 2017. Cause the Manhattan
1: book. Projects is done. I, I know is up to something else now. Um and East of West has been coming out reasonably on time.
3: Yeah, because I think there was an issue this week or last week.
1: Yeah, last week. But but yeah, that other one was just yeah, it's it's been on hiatus for a while.
3: Oh actually, okay, so Bleeding Cool said it would return in twenty sixteen, which is probably what the last page said in number three.
1: Right, so it's yeah, so it's been nine, ten months, right? Uh, easy. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yep. Yeah, no oh no, even longer because uh the yeah, almost a year, because yeah, there you go. the article was out on uh beginning of September.
1: What's interesting is I don't know that Ryan has drawn anything else since then, right? I don't recall uh, seeing his name in the solicits at any point on something new.
3: Uh, did he, do, I, he may have, I thought I saw, I think he's done a cover or two here or there, but yeah, as far as multiple pages with sequentials now.
1: Mm. I gotta ask you guys, because it was in the DB, so, and I know it's a, a set of characters that y'all adore, Did you read Blue Beetle number one?
3: I, I start. I didn't read it yet. I got to the splash page and then I, I,
0: uh, I read
3: something else, but no, I.
0: I, It looks phenomenal.
3: What? Oh, oh, oh my. What? Did you read?
1: I think it's major uneven. Did you read the rebirth issue? No.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, I'm thinking you're on the wacky weed. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I mean, respect. For, I, for, I, I think for sure. It's highly
1: uneven page to
0: page. Oh my God.
1: Some of the faces are deplorable.
0: Uh, <sighs> we best move on.
1: Nah, there's a page of, uh, of Jaime where it looks like he's got Shannon Doherty eyes. Like one eye's like down by his cheek. The other eye is up in the corner. It's
3: crazy. Is that, is that Sean Waltman? Is that, that looks like six pack over here next to the cart. Is that it? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I I get where, 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 where Jason's See, at.
1: I read this because I figured you all would be dying to talk about it because it's your shitty and I, I'm just, it's probably better that you all talk about it next week after you read it because I did not like <laughs> it at all. I thought it was it's pretty bad. So wordy, wordy as. Uh, what's up with these well, DC books trying to go back to 1978? I mean, just... Bring <laughs> it!
2: Yeah, but dude, it's like, a very a welcome band, change. No,
1: expo- exposition is is it was retired for a reason. It was a waste. It's a visual medium. I don't need you to tell me what's happening on the panel. Let the artist show me what's happening on the panel.
0: Wow, I'm looking at. I think it looks great. I mean, I looked at it once already, but I, I didn't. I gave it a once over, but now I'm looking at it a little closer. Like I, I don't know where you're coming from. But oh
1: man, I mean, I, the, there's no page numbers, but we where the the guys talking on stage and he's and he's saying uh he's got the observed question guess that he, the Ted Cord he, he's yeah. Um uh, first of all, the, the lettering horrible. Uh the face the, the eyes are in different places. The arm looks like it's it's uh like straight out of a basket case. Like it's like ill-sized for his body. <laughs>
2: uh I <oof. sighs>
1: Uh, I think, I think it's rough art. Like, on the next yeah. page, the big bruising kid with the P-shirt on, it's like, he looks like Chunk from Goonies. It's, <laughs> it's a situation. Turn the page. Awful.
3: Turn the page again. And, and then like go the back to the left page.
1: page. It looks like, it looks like, uh, dude with the glasses has, has
3: boobs. I don't know. It's, it's rough. Yeah, I thought that was a girl. Maybe It, it, is. Is. it is. It is. Miss Magnus. Okay. Alright, so yeah, they, they should be there. This is all quiet. I ain't
0: seeing it. <laughs> I'm not seeing it. I'm sorry. It's like we're looking at a totally different book here. I, I don't know
1: what to tell what you. The book, man? I don't know what to tell you. I think it's, I think it's a situation.
0: Now, see this... <laughs> that, that, that splash with Dr. Fate and the bug, I would buy that original art. Which splash? The, the, the the page pages page two and 3. After, yeah, that is a great... Oh, no,
1: that's a great page. That's what I said. It's uneven. I think that's a, well, that's a great, that's
0: great. How do you fantastically render teenagers? Like, I, I think he, he, they're fine. It's, it's. No, I, I don't agree. I just think the, the faces are just rushed and sloppy. I
1: don't know. It just doesn't. I just don't think he pays enough attention uh-huh. just to the symmetry of, of a person.
0: I don't think I'm showing you anything from now on. Oh, of, of no, like...
3: don't even. But
0: Stop. No, and This is okay. I think it's great.
3: Tweets right. his own.
1: Tweets his own. I, uh, I, I will not be in, take, I will not be partaking in issue number two if you, this I don't edit.
0: I don't edit the show much, but oh, I'm, gonna, I think I'm gonna have to edit this <laughs> one a little bit. I ain't,
1: I ain't having it. Now weigh in everybody. Explain <sighs> to Vince that some of these figures <laughs> need help. Explain to Vince.
0: You, no one will ever convince me that this art is bad because You didn't say art. it was
1: bad. You put in words in my mouth. It said it's it's not even shaky. It said it's uneven. It's not. Some of the faces are very, very it's rough. Cr-
0: it's great. No, they're not. <laughs> but hey, let's talk about something else. Right. Let's, let's, let's move on. Right. David, you did not have your say. Uh, no, no,
3: I didn't. Um, let's see. Well, um, uh, okay. I, I will echo. Vince's comments on Trinity number one from last week. Ooh. It is some of the best, uh, Manipal art yep. I've seen. Yep.
0: Um, for real.
3: Yeah. It just, it's the, the outlines of the character, all the characters look sharp. It, it, I mean, there's a little bit of un- unevenness with the character of Of John, because it's he's still learning we're gonna have to get used to him learning how to use his powers but as as smart as he appears in say Superman he he doesn't seem as smart in action comics, and then here he's using his x-ray vision to see who's at the door like right. and but then all of a sudden his x-ray vision turns into Heat vision and he blasts the door open. He sends Batman and Wonder Woman flying into the field. Um, but it was a, uh, but this, the the issue was a following rebirth and our Superman showing up in the new 52 universe. And I don't know. I'm not reading Justice League, so I'm not sure how his interaction with, with his teammates in that book are, uh, have taken place or are shaping up. But this is Lois, like Vince said, Lois is, she set all this up so she could get to know who he's working with and he could get to know them on more of a, Social personal level instead of just, you know, always having to save the world with them. So, uh, it's, it, it's not one of those, it's, it's a, I, I'm digging the story. I think the concept is, is, is really good because we need to see these moments because otherwise we just have, we went from rebirth to, uh, Wonder Woman showing up in action comics to help Superman fight Doomsday. Uh, there's just, there's, a lot that we're, we really haven't had a chance kind of to catch our breath and and just see the way the characters, how they are on the, the other days of the week when they're not all, all busy. But it was, it's, like I said, it, it's a gorgeous book. It's um, double page spreads aplenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are, it does tie into what Rucka is doing in Wonder Woman because when Diana and Lois are talking, she brings up, uh, what she's dealing with in the present day with the cheetah, uh, and then a pretty funky cliffhanger to, uh, yeah.
0: to any don't issue. Go, so, don't go in the barn. It's, the uh,
3: okay. No, so I mean, it's, I, I would definitely recommend it. it. It doesn't, it's not tying in to any of the other books these characters are in, but it's, and it's not a, uh, at least in this issue, it wasn't, they weren't teaming up to, to fight some big bad. It was just, it, it was a, a getting to know you.
0: Right. Kind of it. And I think Manipal is going to use whatever dimension he's created, that portal thing in the barn, to give Diana and Bruce a firsthand look at how Clark was raised. Oh, I can see that. And then, then they're going to be like, okay, we see where you came from. Right. We saw the influence on you. You, you know, there has to be a noble soul in there somewhere because that's how you were raised. And, but as far as threat, I, I don't under, I don't see what's going to be the big bad. Because if you look at the front cover, reflected in Diana's sword, you have Cheetah and Luthor and Bane right. and Doomsday and, and, and the Joker. And it's like, is that, does, is that? I don't think that's indicative of the story. I think that's, no, but that says right there that these three are united against all their threats. So, are we going to see? Say, okay, I see. Okay. Are we, we going to see a more concerted effort on them to team up? Whereas, like, say, you know, if Batman's going up against the Joker, is he going to say, "Hey, Clark, Diana, give me a little hand with this"? I, I mean, I don't see Batman saying that, but that front cover lends me to believe that. They're going to be getting together more often than not in this new paradigm of DC. Like I said, with the Justice League, one villain, one hero's threat is the entire group's threat. Yeah. When you work together as a team, you can't just, if you're used to the power of Superman being on your side and you're Batman and, and you have a problem with the Joker, it's like, Realistically, Superman could take out the Joker, no problem. Yes? Yeah. They're not even in the same ballpark. So why not eliminate the threat easily and and minimize the the collateral damage incurred by the Joker? He's going to take people out. So Bruce would be smart to say, Clark, give me a hand. I want this minimized. Get this guy out of here. Doesn't make for a great story. Or could at the hands of a good writer but it just makes sense that they would rely on each other's specialties mm-hmm. to help to help this is exciting this DC stuff I mean to me the best part of this issue it was just heartwarming to see Lois confiding in diana and to see you know the skeptic bruce is always the skeptic he's got to be the last yes. man the, the odd man out look, looking at things from a very pessimistic viewpoint and the kid noticing that there are basically gods in his backyard like it's it's neat it's it's just fun to there's a sense of there's a, a, an organic sense to this dc universe it doesn't feel like it's being manipulated by anything other than telling neat stories based on the characters we've all known for for decades
1: credit for that right i mean that's yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, i i have i mean he did a a complete turnaround with me i've slung more than enough mud at Mm -hmm. at jeff johns but this is this is something else
1: before we veer off of this what uh you guys have any thoughts as to the uh, mild brouhaha this week of greg reka quote-unquote greg reka quote-unquote shocking the world by acknowledging that uh Wonder oh, Woman's Jesus. had sapphic relationships. I, <laughs> I find it fascinating. That, that should be a surprise. Why is that even a thing? Yeah, I don't. I, I'm I'm really I'm perplexed that it's even a thing. I don't.
0: I, but they even hinted at that in the cartoons.
1: Sure, and they in Russia. Just from show, Paradise and, Island, and and right. the um the Wonder Woman Year One or or, or not Year One uh, Earth Earth One. Uh, uh, yeah, so, Eugene, that that uh, Morrison did last year or was it this year? I don't. know. Just whatever it came out recently. She was a lesbian in that, and it's been inferred before, I mean... But
0: that You know, that's kind of old-world thinking. Yes. In a sense, why is bisexuality even a topic? Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly.
1: Well, because all the headlines are like, I can't believe Wonder Woman is queer or gay, because they asked Rucka. <laughs> and, and, you know, and then Rucka was very... like, But it, it wasn't even that, like, because... Like, Cause I would think that would be a little different, like in terms of, of, of retcon, right? Like it would be a retcon to say that she's just like purely a lesbian, right? Because right. she's had right. male relationships, but, but so I was hearing all this, this hubbub, but then I actually read Raka's interview and he just acknowledges that of course she's had lesbian relationships. She grew up in an all-woman island, but that she, so really she's bisexual, which again, how could you not think that she's bisexual? I
0: don't know. I would like to live in a world where Superman comes out as bisexual and it, no one bats an eye. Sure. Oh yeah, big deal. So what?
1: Long way away from that, I think. But yeah, I'm-
0: I know. But I mean, what does it really matter? It doesn't. No,
1: right? I, I agree. That's why I think it's funny that, Ruck, that it's even a story in 2006.
0: Right. That's why I was surprised too. But right? it is cool.
1: But even that said, it's cool that we're sitting here thinking that it's surprising. It's a story because five years ago it would have been a story, right? Like no one would have would have it would have been shocking. So, so the what world can be? change You're sometimes slower than we want, yeah. but it can yeah, change. Yeah, yeah.
0: It doesn't matter who you sleep with. Who cares?
1: You all uh read that Batgirl join or?
0: Wow, you're trumping me this week. I didn't get to any of the new books. Mm.
1: Well, that's because yeah. I, I got to go, I, my man Al Albuquerque. So, although what? I will say Raphael has changed his style a bit, um, I think, and this is purely me projecting, but just based on what I've seen of his work in the past, it looks like he's taking a little bit of a looser approach in order to do a monthly book.
0: Wait, you talking about issue three now of Batgirl? Yeah. Okay. I just want to just for the show notes. Yeah. I got
2: to mm-hmm.
1: So I think that um I mean it's still Albuquerque, but it this is not American Vampires first 12 issues of Albuquerque. No. Not as tight as that, but but still good and uh this is a quirky book. This is a book that um I I don't know that I'm not quite sure why I like it. Like in the That's sense right. that it's 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 really almost a coming of age story. I mean it's it's Barbara on the Road in Asia heaven adventures it's you know there's 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 not a lot of anchor here from a historical perspective for me but but no. i'm enjoying it i'm just enjoying the way it's it's being told i'm enjoying the light the lightness
0: of it i like the confidence in the art i really do i think albuquerque is letting he's there's a lot of air to this mm-hmm. book that's okay um you don't have to litter every square inch of the panel with information sure I'm not saying he's the new John Byrne, uh-huh. but it, it, it takes a, a certain level of confidence to say, "Okay, I'm going to let this breathe." And it, it, the fight scenes are great in this book.
1: They are, and 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 again, this book so far has been fairly light. I mean, she is definitely facing danger. I mean, there, there's a cliffhanger at the end about it, but but the the the, the villains haven't been. I don't know. It's 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 Spider-Man esque to me in the sense that. You know, there's a lot of times in a Spider-Man book where, because of his, his good, his witty nature, and his joie de vivre, that even though he's fighting a serious villain, it doesn't feel all that imposing because it's fighty and he's got this.
0: Yeah, it's when Peter shuts up that you have to worry. Right,
1: right. So it's kind of like that. I mean, Barbara's got their fight, she's fighting villains here, and her life is, it's mortal, but, but you don't get the sense that she even is worried because she's just, I got this. It's kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's more like a swashbuckling adventure vibe than a, than Mm -hmm. a, a a Gotham-esque, like, oh man, boy, like, how are you going to survive this one? Because the, because every villain you ever face is the, the the sickest, most degenerate villain you got ever, you know? Like, this is just not that. And I really appreciate that. And look, I mean, I, I have, I've read very little Batgirl-centric comic over the years. So I, I, for all I know, this is how she's been written for a long time, but, my experience is limited, and I'm enjoying this version of her, for sure.
0: Yeah, I like it a lot, too. And I didn't think I would.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a pleasant surprise.
0: It's fun. I love Dave McCaig's coloring, too. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's him or Raphael that's responsible for the dot pattern, but they just reached into my chest, and they're massaging my heart. Photo. Sure. Yeah. Great layouts. Great design. Um, it's, it's airy and brushy and kinetic and it's, it's a really good take on Batgirl. I like this more than the Birds of Prey.
1: Me too. So far, me too. Yeah. 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 Agree with
0: yeah. you there. And kudos to, uh, Hope Larson too. She's, she's telling a fun story. Agreed. Yeah, I got something.
1: Oh, is uh, it the thing I asked you to send me and you couldn't?
0: Yes, yes, yes. Um, you're going to have to give me just give me the benefit of the doubt for two seconds because when I tell you
1: you
0: well when when I tell you the name of the publisher you're going to be like okay I'm out because the the name of the I think it's a really it's not a great name because the words they chose for their publishing outfit is going to conjure images of (sighs) Fan service art, not so great art, and this company publishes anything but. The The name of the publishing outfit is Bloody Gore Comics. It it just sounds bad. I, I, I'm sorry I don't like the name, but when I show you the art, you're going to be like, holy shit, because this guy is next level. Um, The, the book in question is called Carnagore and the artist and writer his name is Will Broad i'm mesmerized by his work stupefied he just he he knocked me on my ass because it's apparent from the very first panel from the cover that he genuflex at the altar of richard corbin and he even said as much because i follow the guy on facebook and one of his comments was Corbin is my imaginary angry teacher leaning over me with a whip yelling, draw it like this, make that simpler, find better reference, make those bigger. And when you look at the main character, her name's Deanna, it's, she's cut from the Corbin mold. She's very top heavy and very sexy and fully rendered. I mean, he uses light and shadow to amazing advantage, but the, the, The gist of the story is Deanna and her friends go into a graveyard. And Deanna is a student of the dark arts. Okay, She goes in and as soon as she gets into the cemetery, she starts taunting whatever she assumes is there. She's like, oh, ravage me. Do what you will with me. And of course, she takes her clothes off while doing so. And she's gyrating and moving that. Ample bosoms around and she's dancing and her performance ignites the nether regions of the, (laughs) the, the dead. And they come to her and she's like, what? And they're like, okay, we're going to take you up on your offer, sweetheart. We're going to defile you and ravage you and then we'll, we'll kill you when, when we're done. And she, she's being mauled by the dead. I mean, this is a very, cheesecakey book there are breasts and the female form everywhere in this thing uh, and it's you could tell that that Broad is a, a, a student of Corbin because Richard Corbin cut his teeth on two um aspects of the comic industry he was primarily an underground comic artist initially and then he rose to um like the warren books the the horror books he was a staple of warren for years um so he likes the female form so does broad and they both draw it very very well um so deanna's in the graveyard and she uses the uh she comes up with the bright idea like okay um let me tell you some stories and if i satiate the lustful dead with my stories, you know, she's thinking maybe I can stay alive. And that's exactly what happens. She tells them of her first uh brush with the Carnegor, which is a not-so-nice subterranean nether realm of nastiness. And she inherited her great-grandfather's home. And in the home, she found... The Carnomicon, which is just another word for the Necronomicon, right? And um you could tell Broad is also a fan of Lucio Fulci and the Evil Dead movies because he quotes the book of Ebon and Deanna opens the Carnomicon and does some spells and when she does, she's naked. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a very titillating book, but, uh, Broad also renders the Nether Regions both the main characters and the the Carnegor, unbelievably well. Like there are landscapes in here that are just blow you away. Um, she has to cross a, an infernal river, and doing so, she takes off her clothes. Like there's the woman takes her clothes off at the drop of a hat. It's it's this is an adult book where the the creator celebrates the female form, but there's a story here. And wait, I mean, the way Broad renders the the Dead is just amazing. Like this guy's a contender. He is an amazing, amazing artist. When you see his work, you'd be like blown away. I I just stumbled upon his work on the Facebook, followed him back to Bloody Gore Comics. As soon as I saw it, I ordered it on the spot. And I will continue to order anything this man does. It is amazing. All black and white, but it's it's uh there's a massive spread of greys in this book everything is beautifully rendered three-dimensional i mean he goes it's it's it, there's washes and, and pencil work in here it's astounding like if you if you buy this book and you don't find something in here to love i gotta say either you can't see or you you just don't know what's good because this is amazing work but it's 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 titillating right it's horror it's sexy. It's amazing. Um, that's the word. I, I can't find another word. It's just stupid. I was blown away. He has garnered another fan in me. I will will read this man's work till he stops doing it.
1: Strong words. I wish I could uh, tag team with you, but don't have it.
0: <laughs> Order it, man. I, uh, I I got something else while I was there too. Um there's a, another artist that caught my eye. Like all her artists are are very very good, but um this this man is just like crazy. It's it's a and in the back of the book there's a there was an original color sketch. I don't know if that's standard uh practice for for this man, but my book came with an original color sketch in the back. Um the book in question is called uh, let's see, monsters, just plain, no, I'm sorry, Halloween monsters, and uh the man's name is Gayer, G-E-Y-E-R, wow, is this guy good, and every page, it's an exercise book, but, but every page takes a letter, like it, it starts with arachnids, and then it goes to black hats, and cauldron, and day of the dead, evil embryo, so he goes through the entire um alphabet with double page spreads and renders accordingly um and it's it's amazing nice the guy has a knack with typography like all of the 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 chapter heads are stylized type hand-drawn stylized type amazing stuff the I, i have to be honest the text it's okay but you're not coming to this book for the for the text the story you're coming for the art and, uh, both of these books, um, have, uh, extra thick clay coat covers. I mean, they're not sparing any expense on the, on these books. So go to Bloody Gore Comics, buy some stuff and you'll love it. I'm not kidding.
1: Huh. Bloody Gore.
0: Yep. Amazing. But it's right up my alley,
2: right? Pretty
0: TNA nice. or uh it's it, it just if you uh would like to, I'm going to sum it up it's got underground feel with a bronze age sensibility mm-hmm. so you can almost imagine this stuff being published by um it's it's a little dirtier than Warren so I'm going to say Skywald so it's like a Skywald underground TNA gorific uh horror book it's just great right Yep I'm in for the duration Good on you dog I know Nice You to me What else we got? Oh man Uh We got uh What was I gonna say?
1: Damn Um I'm gonna You know what? I'm only halfway through it So I'm gonna save it But um Dap you know uh You know our boy Wes Craig Remember that uh Remember that 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 anthology
3: that he did? Yeah.
1: Volume two's out, player. Oh shit. Yeah. Maybe. He'll yeah, have it I, at the I would. He will have it, kind of, because it's only, it's only available at, on his at his uh his website uh at present, and it's in a completely different form factor. Uh, the, I mean, the only thing, the only thing that it has in common with the first volume is that it's uh all all his creation. But uh, Black Hand Comics was the so the, yes. the first one was like a. I don't know the dimensions offhand, but it was, it was more of a landscape type of a book. Uh, a little hardcover, but, but, but long, longer versus, versus, versus height. Uh, and then he's got, so this is Black Hand Comics Volume 2. Uh, and this is more square bound. Um, halfway through it, so very, very good. I mean, if you don't, uh, well I guess you, like you said, we'll be at the con next week, so you you could maybe check it out, but I, I'll, you'll be at my house too, so you can check it out here while you're here. <laughs> Uh, but uh West Craig is a beast man. I got to tell you like I uh Deadly Class is one of those books where I I never feel like I'm uh clamoring with anticipation to read that book. Like I never that the week that it comes out I'm never thinking, oh that that's the book this week that I want to read like that I'm so excited to read. But then I read the issue and I'm like holy shit this book is so good. Yeah. it's so good and Wes craig is such a good cartoonist and his style is so unique it's so he does such interesting work he 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 does such wonderful panel layouts it's so creative the dude does so much with panel layout it's almost it almost makes it feel like like panel layouts are lost art for a lot of other people um and he's so good with the use of negative space like yeah. to your point vince about right like like Craig does not he doesn't need to, like, there's a lot that's not on the page, but you see it. When you read it, you see it, even though it's not there. Because he shows you what's important, and your mind fills in the rest. Right. And it's not, I don't think, I mean, not, I'm not an artist, but I, I feel like that's not easy to do. You know, I I, I just...
0: Uh, it's all in the planning.
1: It is, and, and the thing I like is that... uh you know, as an art collector, the, the, the one downside, I'd say, of being a modern art collector, as we've oft lamented, is that you don't get the, the words, right? In the <laughs> old days, you got the, you got the word balloons, and these days you don't, because it's digital. And as a result, sometimes, unless you're buying, like, a splash or, you know, pinup, it can take away from the, from the page. Because, uh, while ultimately the visuals are gonna tell most of the story, there are times when it'd be nice to have the words. But Wes Craig is always one of those guys, like when I see new issues, po- uh, a new issue of his art posted, I look at the pages and every page tells its story. You don't need yep. the words. Which is not to say, I mean, I love Remender, we've already praised him and I, I, I love the story, but you could just, you could just put out the book without any dialogue and Wes would get you 95% of the way there. And that's impressive as hell.
0: He's also not a slave to the boundaries of the panel border either. No, that's what because I mean. I, he just yeah, I'm not caught up.
1: And then he does right. He's and then he he treats he treats the pan he makes the panel he makes panel layout his bitch.
0: Right. He he uses them as windows. Yes. That that you know the characters are not necessarily bound by those restrictions mm-hmm. of the the borders, and I love that. I mean, he uses the entire page. You can't do that on the well. I'm. I'm sure there are some that can, but I—that it, it, is something that is born out of a process that is not necessarily immediate. Mm-hmm. He's roughing these things out. He's planning. He's setting the stage and moving things around and seeing what works. And he's not just throwing down and using these things as just individual boundaries, like one, two, three, four. Okay, I got six panels. What am I going to do? He's—he's—it's—it's a—it's a—an it's a, organic thing that just seems to. He's very good at it. He works, works the entire room, right?
1: Yeah, it's, I just, I think he's just a a underappreciated cartoonist right now. I don't,
0: I think so too. Lots of people,
1: I mean, I feel like lots of people that we know like the book. And I honestly don't have any idea how it sells versus Black Science, right? But, but I feel, so this could be way off base, but I just feel like this is a book that isn't widely read or discussed. And uh that's a shame because I think
3: Wes is a crazy, crazy hell to dude. Um I it's it feels like and it has for a while, it's one of those books where in five years people are gonna be coming up and saying, Why didn't anybody tell me about this book when it was coming out?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right, you're right.
3: Yep.
0: And they're doing this in hardcover volumes too.
3: Are
1: they?
0: So well, the I first,
3: believe- yeah, the first collection of like fifteen or so issues, I think, is an oversized hardcover. Oh, cool! Yeah. Okay. So, I just, I so it has
0: images, see- images backing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, they believe in it, and and as well they should.
3: Or maybe it's the first twelve, the first first semester or something. But yeah, they they are. Um, I remember seeing it a few months ago.
0: Solicited. It's pretty phenomenal. Y'all
1: gotta have read some more stuff. Come on.
0: Oh, I got tons of stuff. David, what did you, what else do you want to add?
3: Uh, let's see.
0: Instead of it being
3: in your travels, cause I already have that picked out for tonight, uh,
0: Deathstroke number three. I am stunned that you would bring up that book.
3: I don't believe you. I, I don't believe I wanted stunned.
0: to ask you a question. Yeah. As soon as I saw the title on that, uh, cover. Yeah. How do you feel about that? About that they're calling it the Ravager Contract. Well, it says it says it right on the front. Does does that no put this? Does that put this book in a unattainable no. category for you? Because that's one of your favorite stories ever, the Judas Contract. Right, and this is nothing like that. Right, but they are playing off
3: the fact no. that no, because in the He's like, nah, son.
0: No, no, no I, I get what you. <laughs> I disagree with anything he says right, because it, no, you got but, a Deathstroke book and you put the blank contract on the front. It is going to hearken back to that Judas contract. There, it's inevitable
3: because it's it's. He's like, and nah, Ravager. son. i I'm, like, I'm trying to tell you why it's called the Ravager contract. Just because it, it's. It's like, sounds like Watergate. It's like, you can't just put gate at the end of a word. This isn't, it's a contract because somebody has, somebody has put out a contract on Rose Wilson. So okay. that is, you know, it's, it's not <laughs> what like a chance? there's nobody, there's, it's not like there's, there's, there isn't, you now if all of a sudden, uh, <laughs> something happens where, Somebody is betrayed by somebody that, oh, okay, so we're just gonna shred no, you know, no, some but shit. But it's, it's, yeah, no, I don't, I, I don't see Deathstroke and then the word contract and, and associate the, uh, cause it, the setup ha- isn't, is it the same. It's not, you know, when, the reason that is, is such a strong story for me is the whole setup and, and everything leading up to it and, and the, and just, and, and there isn't anybody between Pagulian and in this issue, um Priest gets to team back up with, uh, Joe Bennett, who worked with them on Captain America and the Falcon and, and other works. The, uh, nobody can draw out of the two artists so far on this series, on the four issues, nobody's able to draw the expressions that the Titans had realizing that Tara was not who they thought she was and, and that's, so there's a whole lot to go along with the Judas contract than just the word contract in, in, in the title of the story. But this issue. I disagree. uh, But whatever, whatever, you know. There's a reason why it's there. Okay. All right. That's, no,
0: I'm not saying the story has to be even remotely similar. I know
3: you have strong muscles to make these leaps i get it
0: no it's not a leap you it's a deathstroke book with the word (laughs) the blank contract (laughs) on it come on all
3: right if anybody read if anybody saw that 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 was the issue name and bought it because they have a connection to
0: 1980s teen titans then i i'm i'm sorry but but no 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 that's this is pre saying look i know the history of these characters Let's wink, ask wink, them. wink. Let's ask I know week. where they. Let's oh, ask, let's ask him. Too. He. Th- this could have been called anything, but he called it the Ravager because Contract. <laughs> ra- 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 ra. <laughs> on Ravager. I don't.
3: Okay,
0: okay you but see, it's, ra- you're so you're not admitting that it's not <laughs> manipulated at all. No, <laughs> it's a natural it's title. Like at my. Oh, you know. It's, it's his designed contract, to tug at your. Oh man, you are. You love this man because all reason has just like fled your body. Oh, Go ahead. I'm tired. I, I, I I, I'm tired.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Um, <laughs> yeah. So the the, the yeah, the, the, <laughs> the shit happens in the issue. Go read it. it it's, no, it's, hilarious. It's, uh it's it, it's a little um, it's not it 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 it's a little sharp after. Yeah. the first two issues we get um i mean the the, the the first three if you want to include rebirth but you know after after deathstroke saves Wintergreen, uh and we find out in the last issue that um slades in, uh he he's been hacked and uh old old contracts old hits have been uh brought to light and one of them is on his daughter, so he, Deathstroke shows up in her apartment, uh, and he, uh, he basically just shows up while she's, her boyfriend spooning her. She, she kind of wakes up and sees Deathstroke, goes back to sleep, opens her eyes again and, and he's gone. So, uh, she wasn't sure if it was all a dream or whatnot, but she's the issue. We, we 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 kick off with with a hit going on there's a uh, there's one hitman sitting on a bench and he's 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 hired to take out uh, somebody who is about to show up at a bank to rob it but Rose is there to stop the hitman from taking out the robber because uh, the robber's girlfriend, Put the hit out on him, but the robber's boss put a contract out so that she would save the robber's life. And it was just, so there's this whole, but it turns out that it's an ambush and everybody was pretty much there to kill Ravager. Um,
0: love the possible future in the black and white.
3: Yes. Love that. And I had, I had no idea that I'm, that Ravager could do that. Cause I'm not. All that familiar with the character. So I don't know if this is new or if Mm. she's always had this, although they do reference often that uh, she was trained by Nightwing and, um, which doesn't, doesn't score any points with that. He's like, you know, all all the more reason for you not to, uh, (laughs) to be more sure about your shit. So he, um, he, uh, he brings, there's a small family reunion where, because Winter Green is there, uh, Rose is all happy to see him again, and,
0: uh. That panel's power. The one where, uh, Deathstroke and the Ravager are on, on the building? building? On the, yeah. Yeah, that's power. Yeah.
3: um I'm still not thrilled with, with this Deathstroke suit, but
0: they're, uhm. Um, <laughs> i sure Sideways though it kinda looks like the old one a little bit. Just a little. Very little. the uh, they're, yeah and and
3: death strokes hacker is hacking into her phone while she's texting her boyfriend and then she she has a bit of a conversation um, with dad and and uh which Dad sees as weakness because she's she's trying to explain you know what she saw with me and my boyfriend that's not you know we're not we're not in a sexual relationship because that's about, all about, you know, giving up your body and a sense of power to say, and he's like, yeah, I'm not, I, I didn't ask for any of this. And she's like, well, I just wanted it to, and he's like, yeah, because you wanted to, you wanted to open up to me. I'm your father. So you figured, you know, we would bond, but that's just, that's basically, you know, you're just showing some weakness and, and he can't have that. So he, uh, he's like, you know, this just means you're not ready. And, and, She's like, we're ready for what? He's like, just ready for anything, anything that comes your way. And she's like, well, um, you know, I, I, I was, I was trained by Nightwing and and that's when he's like, you still have a lot more learning to do, but we do get to go back somewhat to, we go back to the, we have another flashback to, um, to Joseph after he was kidnapped, which we saw in the last issue, uh, with his throat slit and Slade is trying to revive him. And that's when we see Adeline put the gun to the back of Slade's head, uh, and pull the trigger. And of course his reflexes kept him from, from dying that day, but that is when he loses the eye. And then we, uh, we cut back to the present day and, and it, it's, more along the lines of um it it's not it was this is a good issue because it it continues the story but i i felt that the uh the two issues preceding this were a bit stronger
0: uh a little prettier yeah
3: the uh
0: two pages that killed me were the empowerment page and the the facing page the one that's headed by closure you you know me I, I hate it when an artist duplicates panels. Yeah, I hate it. It, I, it. It's weak, and you essentially get on the on the, the empowerment page the same panel four times, with s- just a tiny little bit of variation in the second panel. It's basically the same freaking panel, like that. To me, that's the classic. David pulled me out of the story. That does that says, "Uh oh, somebody's you know in mindful of their deadline and they're throwing the panel down four times." It just bugs the shit out of me. You can't alter that viewpoint slightly or significantly. Like, come on. It's, it's just weak. And they did it in the, uh, and they did it on the face and face.
2: Well, Well, yeah.
0: Yeah, they did. When he was standing there with the phone, but so two characters are talking and they don't move at all while they're talking. Really? No. Uh Uh-uh. Come on. Show me what you got.
2: But the,
3: but yeah, so aside from the, the flashback to, to Joey and the issue ends with, uh, our heroes having to, uh, needing to go to Gotham. So we'll see if, uh, mm-hmm. how much Batman is in the next issue, but you know, still it's, it's the a Deathstroke book. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy it's out there. It's
0: just, uh, it. Why does Slade not like Dick? Like, why does he have a thing against Nightwing? Has it been established in this, in this rebirth that why he, I mean, I know know. the history, but why in this post? Because I mean, they've, he's, they, they,
3: they tolerated each other after a point back in the old days. So it's not like they, they were going to go have a beer together. I mean, it's not Wolverine and Sabretooth, but it's not, they're not, yeah, that stroke still a mercenary, and and Nightwing's not really thrilled with that way of life. So I could see him yeah. having issues with that.
0: But Slade, I mean, he's got to respect the skill, right? Yeah,
3: yeah, and he's, considering... Dick is definitely not a pushover.
0: I mean, I'm no. sure Slade would have a hard time taking him out. And that's the
3: other thing. Yeah, I mean, and that's all just that's that's just pure Dick. I mean, at least with with Slade, he's he's enhanced. So it's there's. You know, right. so, so what, so whatever, whatever the Grayson can do, whatever you could do, the Grayson could do it and maybe a little better. And, and that's just, you know, being him, that's, I, I can see maybe that rubbing sleigh the wrong way, but uh, jealousy, maybe, maybe, maybe because Nightwing's closer to his daughter than, than he is, but you know, you read this and he'd rather keep her at arm's length. So,
0: uh, <laughs> It's, it's, uh. You slipped your socks on too. I can't have that.
3: Can't have that.
0: I cannot have that. No.
3: That's the socks
0: right. on dog. No. 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 No, no son. Let's see. So, but, uh, okay. right on. I'm
3: back in David's Good Grace. Right. right <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: <sighs> they won't be on next week on those cold feet. Oh. <laughs> <was> invited. Oh! <laughs>
0: Uh, that's yeah no I thought it was it was pretty but it wasn't as pretty as the the previous issues right
2: mm mm-hmm. yeah
0: nothing shabby but
3: nothing shabby. no and it's it it's it's Bennett and he's it's it's good work but yeah it just it didn't uh it didn't pop the way the other issues did right
1: dapper you, you make are, a, are you up to date, uh, on moon girl
3: and devil dinosaur. I am so not. Ooh, okay. I need to, I need to be, um, Natasha Bustos,
1: I believe is her name. The artist, she will be at New York comic con. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I think it's great, man. I think it's, uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful book. Um, <laughs> I mean, Vince, obviously the roots here are very close to your heart. Mm-hmm. Boy and devil dinosaur. And, uh, we talked about, what did we talk about me, I know we talked about the first issue. We talked about the first two issues, maybe I yeah. we talked about it a few months back when it was first coming.
2: Could out. be. Yeah.
1: The, uh, the trade's out now. And so the first arc's done, uh, six issues. And, uh, it's written by, uh, Amy reader and Brandon Montclair, um, with, uh, art by the aforementioned Natasha Bustos. Um, it's great, man. It's, 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 so the, the story, just to, for, just to remind everybody from, from the first issue when we talked about it, it's, uh, it, Lunella is a nine year old girl, a very smart young lady, kind of a nerd, science geek, um, and through a series of circumstances, a Cree OmniWave projector, uh, gets into her possession and it opens up a portal and it brings in Devil Dinosaur from his world. Uh, moon boys left behind. But a bunch of moon boys, uh, ne'er-do-well, uh, cave people compatriots also come through the portal. And they want the pr- projector, um, because they think it's a magic, uh, orb. They call it the Nightstone. And, uh, she wants it because she knows it's a Kree Omniwave projector. And she wants it because she thinks that it is a way to reverse engineer a cure for the current epidemic that's going around the Marvel Universe, which is the TerraGen Mist Clouds are are floating all over the earth and, uh, and exp- and get turning people into inhumans because a lot of humans have latent inhuman DNA in their bodies. And somehow Natasha knows that she has the latent inhuman DNA and she's petrified about, uh, being turned into a monster. So she befriends Devil Dinosaur and, uh, it's essentially a, uh, madcap race, the first arc, to try and, uh, find and maintain possession of the Cree Omniwave projector while, uh, these, uh, these cave other moon boys are, are after it as well. Um, but, uh, she's just a really compelling, interesting character. I mean, you know, you talk about a few years ago, we look back on the push for diversity in comics, right? And that, that was about a lot of things. It wasn't, it was about more diversity in the creators, right? Making sure that there were more female creators and more people of color writing and drawing comics. And there was a, a push for more diversity of characters. And, uh, and, and you know, this, this hits all those things, but it hits it in a way that it's just, um, She's a very engaging character. Um, uh, There's a conceit about her, which I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it counts as a spoiler, but let's just say she's worried about turning into an human. But the fact of the matter is she's maybe already got a power that ties into the fact that she's very, very smart. Put it that way. Um, One of the issues we see her interact with Amadeus Cho, who's now the totally awesome Hulk. Uh, he and Devil Dinosaur go at it. Um, and the arc ends in a very, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but in a very intriguing way um, that certainly sets up, I, I, we, we can be guaranteed that the start of the second arc will be a different status quo than we got in the first arc. And I'll leave it at that. But uh, uh, Bustos is, I'm pretty sure this is her first major, like, major published work, at least for the big two. Um, and it's, uh, it's super cartoony. Um, the colors are great. I mean, it's uh it's super like the, it's just bright, vibrant primary colors. Um, t- uh, Tamara, no, I'm sorry. Tamara Bonvillain is the color artist. I, I, again, another name that's somewhat new to me. Um, but it's uh it's a real hoot. Uh, she's got a great relationship with her parents uh, her parents love and accept her as a nerd but they are worried about some of the shenanigans she gets into um she's kind of made fun of at school they call her moon girl now because there was a video of her uh in on the news of of her riding around with uh, the devil dinosaur in the full moon so they they all start to take to calling her moon girl um and then uh, devil dinosaur gets gets uh captured well he gets he gets brought into captivity by Amadeus. Um, because the, they perceive the dinosaur sort to of be dangerous and, uh, she goes on a rescue mission for him. So, uh, very fun adventure, great cliffhanger at the end, uh, fun, bright, energetic cartooning. It's a total win and, um a nice, uh, an all-ages book that you could definitely give your kids too. So, um, a really great companion, I would say, to, uh, the Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel book that's, uh, that's, that's, I think, scratches a similar itch. Um, you know, difference here being that, uh, Kamala is a, uh, a post-pubescent teenage girl and has the same kind of, uh, life experiences, like boy crushes and, and fighting for her own independence that, uh, a teenage girl would have. And then, you know, this is different because is a little girl and she's, so she's dealing with an entirely different set of expectations. And, uh, you know, it's got a power pack vibe to it, actually. Yes. Um, yes. 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 You know, which is fun. So for those of you old enough to remember power pack, you'll know what we're getting at, but, uh, but two huge thumbs up for this one. Um I actually gave this to uh to my middle son Jackson to read. He 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 thought it was great, so
3: Yeah, I want my nieces to read it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. It's perfect for uh for kids, uh
0: like preteen kids. It's
1: devil
3: dinosaur Vince. Yeah, I know. He's like...
0: Yeah, I know. Wow. Yeah. it looks pretty. I like I like the way it looks. Um I don't want to get into it this close to the end of an episode.
3: Mud oh. size.
0: There's a very fine line between diversity and exploitation.
1: Wow, that's interesting. Let's pursue that.
0: I think Kamala is, div- is uh, an act of uh, diversity okay. in comics, where I think this moon girl and putting a woman in the Iron Man armor and changing Thor to a woman just because that's exploitation. Interesting.
1: Well, hmm. um, Well, I haven't read the... Well, I don't even know if it's out yet, the female Iron Man, so I can't speak to that. Um, although she would be the first female in the armor because no. we had a rescue, um, Pepper. But um, Thor thing? I mean, man, I don't know if I can go there because... I mean, was, Jace
3: was telling that story.
1: Yeah, he told us that story, so I don't, uh, uh, he was on the yeah, show okay. talking about that. I mean, that was his idea. That was not editorially driven. I mean, he told us that on our own show, so I gotta take him at his word there. Um
0: and, and I, I, whatever, um machinations he put into that storytelling, the goal was, at the outset, to put a woman in the Iron Man armor.
1: Well, I'm not talking about Iron Man, I'm saying Thor.
0: I mean, I'm sorry, Thor. The goal was to make Thor a woman. Whatever way he explained it, the genesis of that was I'm going to make Thor a woman, right? That's that's exploitation. It's just it, there's nothing diverse about changing the gender of a character to a woman. That you know what I mean? Like Thor, traditionally Thor has been a man. And if you want to go balls deep into ex, into diversity make some new female characters like don't don't hinge them on established characters make them their own thing i would love to see a bunch of new strong female characters great great well-rounded i don't want to use strong well-rounded female characters but why do you have to tag them on previously existing characters like moon boy and devil devil dinosaur moon girl and devil dinosaur it just so happens that moon boy didn't make it over like it is, it's it's trite. It's it's.
1: I I, I I don't know. Like I feel like you have to. I I think you have to take each of these at its own thing because again, so all right. Well, it's first of all, I, I I think female Thor. Again, we'll let's take Jason at his word. Second of all, I I don't know that anyone's throwing her into the diversity mix. I think his point was I wanted to tell a story with Jane Foster, and so I'm telling a story with her.
0: And that's cool. Okay. okay.
1: Then then uh I can't speak to the female Iron Man because I got no idea what's going on there yet. Uh, so I'll put that one to the side. That could well be within this wheelhouse. But the Lunella thing, again, it's not like they just changed Moon Boy to make him a girl. I mean, she's a human, budding, inhuman little girl from Brooklyn. Like, she's a smart little black girl from Brooklyn. I don't, like, she she's a new, new character. character. She's a brand that's, new character.
0: That, that's cool, but it, it's all predicated on the, the, the pre-existing comic that we all know, Devil Dinosaur. Moon Boy is removed from the equation and this girl is put in, in his stead. It's nothing new. It's just, it's just gender swapping. Alright, she's a great character, I haven't read it.
1: Well, uh, but Moonboy's so not, however, however, Moon not a human genius living on the earth, you know what I mean?
0: No, but what I'm saying is this whole thing hinges on something that has already existed in one form.
1: But can we, but let's, but there's a commercial aspect to it, right? Like, th- there's IP there, that, this, that's why they're doing it that way, right? They're doing it that way because the name does evoke something for a lot of people. Versus just like oh, if they called the book Lunella the Genius Girl and Blue Dinosaur, people would be like, "What the fuck? Like, why don't you?" You know, so
0: right. They're using the past to catapult something into the future. That,
1: uh, but that's the nature of licensed comics, though.
0: Yeah, it just it just seems contrived to me. Hmm. I mean, I again, not having read it, so I I can't speak to it. It's probably wonderful, but it's a hard sell with me because. At the, at the, 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 the center of all this is a gender swap. Sure. So I, I prob, I mean, I'm not saying I will never read this thing, but to get me to step one, it's, it's a really hard sell because it just seems like they just flipped the script on it. You know, show me new characters. I want to make the big bad. On on Thanos level in the Marvel universe, make make a new character that's a woman. Like, what's what's so bad about creating new characters? It can be done. This I Ms. just think Lamella you're conflating
1: way. things. Like, honestly, like I, I, like again, I think Kamala is a brand new character, right?
0: She, oh, and that's exactly why but they call her not. Ms. Marvel. But she, okay, but Miss like, Marvel has, is, it is a
1: completely new character. They're just calling her Moon Girl.
0: Okay, but Ms. Marvel has traditionally been a woman. Hence the miss.
1: Miss Marvel so, was a female version of Captain Marvel. She had Captain Marvel's powers and
0: lineage. I mean, that's again, what Carol was. right? I'm not saying it's a new thing.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, but I don't know. It just it just seems like it's brainless to me to just put a woman in the role of that was a man. I, I find nothing compelling about reading a story about a woman in the Iron Man armor. I don't care, but. If you take that woman that's in the Iron Man armor and craft something new, then great. I'll I'll I will read that. You know what I'm saying? Like why does everything have to be contingent on pre pre established characters? Like, does she really need to be in the Iron Man armor? It why? Why? It just seems Is Slender?
1: Uh
0: kinda. <laughs> Yeah,
1: because I would argue of all of the ones we're talking about, she's the most like that's the most derivative. Because she
0: sure it's she's derivative. A, yeah,
1: th- it's a what if, right? It's what if Wayne yeah. got bit instead of
0: right. right, right. But there have been other.
1: But isn't it awesome that in spite of Spider Gwen, I think by the definition of derivative, fits that bill to a T. She's sure. bringing in droves of new female readers, right? Isn't that isn't that isn't that job well done? Isn't that accomplished? It's
0: worth something, right? Yeah. I, you know, and and I think it's it's neat in a what in exactly what you said. It's neat in a what if kind of setting, but is it really that new? Nah, not not really new. It it. But again, let's see, it well, took I, it took a very savvy creator to say, hey, let's do something with Gwen. We this is an untapped potential. We can make Gwen a spider character, and you know, it, it's entertainment. It's great, but is it really revolutionary? Not so much, right? yeah but it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be i'm just saying that there's a trend particularly with marvel not so much with dc dc but marvel thinks you know progressive comics is putting a female progressive diverse comics is putting a female in the guise of some character that had previously been a man like that's that's a stretch really make new characters
1: yeah, I guess it's, I, I, I feel like we're just mixing up a bunch of things here. Like I think on one hand, the idea of making new characters is always hard. Cause almost every time it's tried, it flops. So, like, that's just the nature of Big Two Comics is you gotta, you gotta, you gotta reinvent the wheel. I mean, that's, I, like the nature of superhero comics is taking the same idea and putting a, a fresh coat of paint on it.
0: Right. This is not an issue, an image. Or, 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 or Dark Horse, or, you know, other companies. This is, this is a a case where you have these, these, uh, moneymakers, intellectual property, that have to be revived every so often. There's only so much you can do with Tony Stark in the armor. I get it.
1: Right. Like there's only, like, like Batman's had how many Robins, but gotta have a Robin.
0: But don't, don't wave the banner of diversity under you know the guise of just throwing a woman in a in a in a man's role that's not diversity that's exploitation
1: I, yeah I, I guess it to me it depends on the situation like i like i guess because you haven't read this book i'm frustrated that you're bringing this up in this context because she because well, no you she, just no, said you cause, said because well, no, hey. moon boy and devil dinosaur is a a what a 70s construct yeah, and has had a few minor appearances since then, like Fallen Angel. Nine and,
0: issues,
2: nine issues. You no, know, but I'm saying, yeah.
1: like, the last time we really saw him was we saw him like a couple years back in a in a miniseries. He was in Fallen Angels miniseries. Like, yep. like he's yeah. not, like he's not a pure canonical canonic, comic. And let's be honest, the most people remember the Devil Dinosaur part more than the Moon Boy. And so this isn't to me like, first of all, so I don't view that there's like some tremendous amount of canon here that they're building off of. And second of all, like I think in this case, this is a genuinely different thing. I mean, this is. Devil Dinosaur with a cute, brilliant black girl from Brooklyn. Like she's not like it's not like she's not Moonboy with tits.
3: And and Moonboy shows up in the first issue. Yeah, he's in the book. Yeah. For a minute. That's,
0: so it's okay. But the, the whole series is built upon what has come before. And what has come before is a man in that role. So it's I mean, I, creatively, it's no big shakes. Whatever this character is, could be great, but it's still built upon a series that has Miles Morales. Yeah, it's not a stretch. But see, that's kind of exploitative too to put a black man in a role that a white man previously occupied. Like it's, to 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 fully explain it, would need I would need more. Time and I'm trying to articulate. Yeah, no, I get I you, think.
1: but like, I mean, I'm, I'm
0: not saying it's wrong. Let's say Miles Morales. Like, there's
1: a Prowler book right now, right, which I think sells like three copies. But let's say they were like Ben. That's like, oh, I'm gonna put out a book called Prowler. It's gonna be a, a a young black man that's got spider powers. Like it would it would it would be dead on arrival.
0: That's sad.
1: But again, like, right. but that but that's the reality. I mean, let's. Not, let's I know like we the, the business to make, of, the, of the comics industry.
0: they are in the business to make money. That 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 yeah. That's, so, yeah. but I mean, you look at books like Saga great female characters, new female characters. Like, do you think that Saga would be a hit if it was published at Marvel? Probably not. As, as big a hit as it is at Image. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the, the, there's expectations
1: Well, the, the def- Yeah, I was going to say, the definition of, I mean, Saga's numbers wouldn't make it a hit at Marvel.
0: True that, yeah.
1: I mean, it would be a low-end, almost-in-the-verse-cancellation book.
0: Right, it's a different arena. Yeah. But... I, I, I'm not saying it's this is a bad book or a lazy book. It's just, to me, putting a girl in the boy role, that's not revolutionary. It's not really forward thinking. It's just flipping the I script.
1: think the statement you're making is hard to argue against, but I think what I'm trying to say is I don't think, I think you have to take each instance of this for what it is. So yes, simply replacing a character or switching the gender or the race of that character is in and of itself, nothing special right. worthy of diversity. But if in doing so, you're also creating an entirely new and engaging character with their own history and their own backstory. And also they happen to hold a moniker, a moniker of the same name. Then I think it does become something. Cause again, it's, are you, are is the person creating a fully fleshed out, new and interesting character. And if answer that is yes, then I think it does. Well right,
0: judging by your, your reaction to this book, yeah.
1: Right. That's all so, I'm saying. Like like and again, I mean, look, I mean, we Latour's our boy and Spider Gwen's a huge hit and I don't think there's been as big a breakout it, star visual. I mean, it's right. popularity that we, but I think that's. I mean, I think the idea of it is relatively derivative. I mean, I think that right. is Right. But derivative.
0: Look, look at all the the women Spider Gwen has inspired. Like, look at all the cosplay, and all I'm the saying, people. Yeah. That he's got to read this book, but at its core, it's nothing new. Sure. And it it, but that's the the genius of certain things. Like, but how that many? Said,
1: it, what, what what's got more staying power, silk, or Spider Gwen?
0: Really, you're right. You know, silk probably not. Spider Gwen. Silk's new. Yes, right. Spider Spider Gwen connects. But what I'm saying is, um, it's it it has generated a whole lot of good, and I'm not denying right. that or discounting that. But at its core, really, uh, how many inventions have you seen where you're like, damn, it's so obvious. Why didn't I think of that? And that's that's the beauty of Spider Gwen. Why didn't I think of that? But it's it, it takes a certain intellect to find that obviousness and exploit it. And he did and kudos to him. But I'm just saying at its core, it's, it's really not big shakes. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, I, again, I think you got a title on like, as I was saying before we got into street, like case basis. No, also it's not to me. It's not just about the fact that the character is a nine year old black girl. It's also that it's, it's written by a woman, drawn by a black woman. I mean, there are there, very few black women drawing cartoons. There you have your
0: diversity right there. That's what I'm saying. So like,
1: it's so. I, I just think, like, by no means do I suggest that the uh that the comics world has fixed its its diversity issues, but I, it's nice to see at least that it's starting to. You know, my 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 inbox, my DCBS box each month has got more and more. You know, women involved in the process, which I think is cool.
0: All right. and and I'll be honest. Anything that brings Devil Dinosaur back to the Marvel universe is essentially a good thing. And if there's people that love this book, and I know there are, great, read the book. It's it's I I probably will based on what Jason has said. But I got nothing else. <laughs> I really don't. part uh, is
1: a mug. You got, you got you got views on diversity. What do you think?
0: <laughs> I meant. It's it's really okay to disagree with me. I I I like it when you do. Well, because I have been. It's
3: I I get what you're saying, and as far as something could be seen as exploitative, but that's not how that's not how I'm viewing, especially Miss Marvel or Moon Girl, and and you know it's. And, and probably it's because of what what Moon Boy means, and and it's not a it was great for a time, but it, you're not going to be able to tell a Moon Boy story in this day and age. So it it's no to to change well, it up like it's that. Just... Yeah, but it's not it, it's not going to have the, it, all right. So great a, a one shot. It's not going to have the appeal or, or the legs that that Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur. Has right now. So it's, um,
0: right. Moon boy and devil dinosaur were essentially the man thing. It wasn't so much their story. It was the stuff that was going on around them and, and involved them. Yeah. Right. Moon boy, he was a monkey, right? Just an evolved monkey. Big deal. You know, I mean, he was, he was a cipher, but I go ahead,
3: but I think it's, it's also hard to argue a point when th- Why not everybody has, has all the data. And, and for you to say, I haven't read the issue. It's, it's just, it's almost like when someone prejudges something based on, on the cover of, of a solicit and, and without knowing the story, without, without getting anything more than just that. Jason and I have talked about the issues and I've talked about this particular comic. We've talked about Miss Marvel.
0: Um, see, I disagree with that. Just, just, I'm not, I love you so much, but I'm just saying, it doesn't matter if I read this issue or this series or not. At the, at the, at the core of this series is a girl in the place of a boy. That's it. I mean, it could be the best written series ever and it could be full of heart and and tons of soul and beautiful art. It's a girl in the place of of a boy.
3: it's, but but it's,
1: but that's just one aspect of it though. And that's not even, if everything else about the book was the same like if they were if 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 Moon Girl was a Cro-Magnon looking girl right and like they were fighting you know like in a pre like then it would be like yeah okay but that's not what this is though like right. This is. is more like what if Devil Dinosaur got transported to the 616. That's oh, cool. what this is about.
3: And and yeah so and that's his new handler. So it's it's not and and as far as uh the girl in the Iron Man suit—that's something. I mean, I as soon as it—it's—it's it's hilarious. The minion will see something online. It, it happened with Thor. It's happening with this. It's like, I'm livid. I can't believe they're going to do this. You can't have a girl in an Iron Man outfit. And I'm like, bro. It's like, can you? I can't. I can't talk to you about this. Because, not because you're not being logical and reasonable, but because the story hasn't even. Out yet. I need to right. read it to find out what the hell, was the purpose of it? Yeah, Why is she problem, in I this mean, suit? I, I it's like,
1: Iron Man one, cause you could be like I could read it and be like, you're totally right, but I could also read and be like, nah, dude, this is a really great story. I have no and idea. And it could
3: just be, she could just be, you know, she could be remote controlling the damn thing in her dorm room. It's like, I don't know what the whole thing is about. It's just, you can't have, she can't be Iron Man if she's a woman. We don't know. It's like, dude, just relax, breathe in and just let's, but I, I think I, Yes, on the one hand, I think it's great. Okay, there are other chances. Not every not every character is is a tall, muscular, white dude now, and that, and that's awesome. And yes,
0: it, but that gets boring after a while, doesn't it? Yeah, if like all your characters, yeah. yeah, but and and good for them for trying to do new things with new characters. But anyone anyone should be able to wear an Iron Man costume. That's a given, right? What does it take to slide into a, an armor? Right. Not, not a whole hell of a lot, right? But, from, from my vantage point, Marvel announcing that, hey, the next Iron Man's gonna be a woman. Like, my eyes just rolled. Like, okay, now we're, this well, is- Well now you're this
1: going is, to a different place, like I might be with you on that one, like the idea of them making a big deal about it, like, that's like what I'm having the authority on the view, having- uh, Yeah. That, okay, I'm with you there, if, if they're going to use it in their marketing ploy to tout diversity, well, sure, and I'm with you. But again, like this, I guess it's, right, and it's not that, that didn't happen with this. I mean, I don't think anyone on the Earth is talking about right.
0: I'm I'm monster. not talking about any of the story mm-hmm. beats. I don't I don't care about that um, to a certain extent. I really don't care why or how this woman got in the Iron Man costume, but just Marvel saying that the next thing is a woman in the Iron Man outfit, like that's not forward thinking to me that's just like it is it's just swapping genders who cares it it's not the gender of the person it's the character so if 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 this character that they're going to put in the iron man armor is is a really well crafted character and makes sense why not put her in her own book with something else and you answered that question because they have to perpetuate The moneymakers, right? And do you think she's going to stay in the Iron Man costume? No. She'll maybe be another character, another armor somewhere down the line. But it's just, it's so hackneyed. Like, oh, that's the most you can come up with is just swapping the gender of this character. Like, why? It it just, it's, it's silly and easy. And at this point in comics, it's boring. It's not a stretch of the imagination at all.
1: Back in I'm the day, something. do you remember how you felt when uh, Rhodey got into the costume? Yeah. Did it seem derivative?
0: No. I was like, cool. Right. But my brain was not the same brain I have now, mm-hmm. I don't think. And after a while, the veil becomes thinner and thinner and thinner, and you realize that Marvel... And DC do things not to the benefit of the story or the characters within these stories, but they do things to get attention. And I think putting a woman in the Iron Man armor is nothing more than getting attention. Hey, look at us. Mm. We're so revolutionary. There's a woman in Iron Man. Like, okay, if that's the... The furthest limit of, of your, uh, ability to craft new stories, And I feel bad for you. I don't know. I'm, I'm i, I well, there's, there's a, a dearth of creativity.
1: I don't um, know though, cause I feel like here we are spending the last, good chunk of the last few months stuck in the teat of DC because they've retrenched and gone back to telling stories that feel comfortable to 20 year old Vince and David and Jason. Like, yeah, but that, but again, like, so,
0: I don't. How do you? It's a new coat of paint, but it's it's a it's it's a comfortable, well worn, pleasing coat of paint that we've surrounded ourselves with for decades. So, yeah, maybe I am full of shit. I don't know. I'm just saying, I, like,
1: but... it's kind of like damning the faint praise. Like, how can we be like, oh well, doesn't take much to put a, a woman in the, in the in the story. That's silly. But then, like. Be like, oh man, that's my superman, that's my shit. I love that exposition. Like, it's like, (laughs) I don't know, it seems like you want your cake and eat it too. Like, like.
0: Oh, I don't, no, I'm, my, I have zero vested interest in Marvel. I don't care what they do. As an observer, they're not, they're doing nothing to attract me lately. Maybe, you know, okay to play on your side of the field. Maybe if they went back to what I claim worked, Maybe I would read them. I don't know, but I'm, it's, this is like a no-win situation to, to claim that, you know, the female characters aren't working makes me look in a certain sense. Um, well, let's just say it, it makes me look bad, right? But it, I'm talking in terms of creativity. It may work. They may make the story work, but in terms of, 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 revolutionary thinking it's not a huge leap to just change the gender
1: see and i think that i'm with you there like i think just changing the gender if that's what was happening in every one of these books would be
0: but isn't that the fulcrum from which these stories no no, no, i
1: think it's the use of the word just if the whole thing was that they just changed the gender it would be very uninspiring but I don't think that's what's happening with most of these situations.
0: I'm thinking about my in-year travels for this week, and I am going to look like <laughs> such a fucking <laughs> but hypocrite. But,
1: like, like again, with Jason Aaron's Thor, I mean, we like, he didn't just change the gender. Like, this is a kick-ass Thor run that continues on his long-standing kick-ass right. Thor run. And but it's Jane, engine, and it makes
0: sense, and the story does. makes sense, right? Okay, it does, but the engine that drives this story is, I'm going to make Thor a female character. It could have been the most organic progression, but the 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 thing that propelled him down that road was, hey, let's make Thor a female. Come on. It, it had to have been. Do you think he was writing this story and it just said, oh, you know what? Jane is positioning herself to be a Thor. Uh, well, I have to acquiesce. I mean, it's the character's wishes. He devised that story from the get-go. And he just, he's a great writer, let's be honest, he is, but he wove that fabric around the notion that Thor was going to be a female. Come on. How could he have not? Was he surprised? Oh, you know what? Jane is gonna be a Thor. Like, it, it just doesn't happen that way. The first step down that road was, I'm gonna make Thor a female. Whether he's the Greatest writer on the planet or not, that was the the compulsion that set him down that path. Yes or no?
1: I, I don't know. He contends
0: no. Well, then he's the outlier.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess where we're differing here is like, I don't like, this is big two comics. Like there are no new ideas.
0: There's not. You're, you're completely right. So
1: there. all they can do is try and tweak here and there and then tell a great story with it.
0: The, 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 current goings on at DC is nothing more that old, nothing more than old ideas made fresh. Right. I
1: mean, let's be honest, putting aside my own feelings about the art in the book. Uh, why do I see a lot of people on the internet excited about Blue Beetle? Because you get Ted back.
0: Yes. Right.
1: And, and and they're like, but, but talk about uninspired to me. Like, all right, let's take Jaime, cause the young people like him and let's take Ted and put him in the same book. It's like, yeah, I, I mean, I totally agree. But but that being said, but I, I think the book should be judged on its own. If you like the way that they write Ted and Jaime and their interactions together,
0: awesome. Right? But Jaime's a relatively new character. Sure. And I'm not saying that was revolutionary to put a young um Hispanic boy in the Blue Beetle armor, but it's different to a certain extent. It's like they could have put a woman in the in the Blue Beetle armor. Yeah. That would have been kind well, of But do you
1: know there's a Gwenpool comic now? Yes. Yeah. I've never read i I've like, in spite of no. being a Deadpool fan, I've never read Deadpool.
0: I wouldn't read it, but to my eyes, it's very attractive. No, right, I, but I, it's. I, like I mean,
1: now that's. I mean, that's. By, I mean, that's. You know.
0: Well, there's a female Deadpool. There's a dog Deadpool. Sure. There's a head. Oh yeah, point, right? right. There's a head. Exploited, exploited. There's, there's a. To the nth degree. Yeah. yeah.
1: But like and, you know, so it's like. I guess I have to like. That's why I have to. I have to judge each one for for its no, own.
0: I don't want anybody to think that I'm against. Female characters. It just, I, I, Let's I just be honest, see. Th-
1: you just hate when people fucks with the Kirby.
0: No, 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 no. That's not it at all. Not on any level. Those, those nine issues can't exist. For they're, they're, Woman Day to be solicited they'll moment. never be changed. But, you know, reading comics as long as we have, especially the big two, you see through the membrane after a while. And it's, you know, whatever the outcome, these could be really well crafted stories at the, at, at jump. The decision was made to make, uh, a, a male and or female character the opposite gender. And that is not really revolutionary comic booking. Whatever. See why I didn't want to get into it?
1: No, I think it's fascinating. I think our, our listeners will find this whole conversation fascinating. Cause again, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, um, I mean, I, I don't think your view is invalid at all. I, I, I it's just, it's I'm, a different right, view. Yeah. I don't.
0: Again, uh, I'm not saying it's bad. Right. It's just exploitation, and that's that's the stock in trade at the big two for for decades. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. It's not good. It just is. And I plunked down my money as well as everybody else, right? So,
1: like we loved Red Hulk.
0: Yeah, and that North. was just, it's just a variation on a the theme, right? That's what you get. Even 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 Scar. Son of Hulk was a variation of theme, right. whatever. Super. Uh, hey, Super.
1: <laughs> You're off a clip now.
0: I am because it's it's like it's like a no win. I don't I don't winning. need to win. It's not, you know, it's not about winning, but it's about expressing myself. And in this instance, it's very difficult to do without looking like a douchebag, oh. right? And and I'm, I, this is not a bad practice. It's just a thinly veiled practice. We can see right through this. There's whatever. Hey, everybody. <laughs> uh, you would do well to solicit one of our, one, our only sponsor, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, because they are the very best. They will get you anything you want for a fraction of the retail price. This is the last time you're going to hear me say this. AD After Death Number One, Lemire, Snyder, two ninety nine. dollars uh, Dark Horse, Department H Volume One, Matt Kint and his wife Charlene, Kint. They're, they're great creators, Nine ninety nine. and from, uh, Valiant, Savage Number One, ninety nine. Hey, did you ever want to see Green Lantern as a woman? <laughs> because you can. Oh hey, this is uh, Seriously,
3: you're in your travels? Oh
0: this is what I'm saying. I'm doing like such a douchebag.
3: Awesome.
0: awesome. I am nothing but honest. Maybe I'm hypocritical. I don't know. Justice League, 3001. Volume 1. Deja Vu all over again. Keith Giffen. J.M. DeMatteis. Howard Porter. Scott Collins. Who else is in this thing? Andy Kuhn. Colleen Doran. uh Colors by Hi-Fi. Guy Gardner is resurrected as a woman. And they call her Gal Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a douche. I what? swear to God. Right. Remember what I said about Justice League 3000? The Cadmus World mm-hmm. uh, revived or, or, or exploited the DNA of the Justice League. They needed heroes in this time. It's the far-flung future of the DC Universe. They needed heroes desperately. So <laughs> Terry and Terry uh, of the Wonder Twins of Cadmus World took the DNA of the Justice League and imprinted that on unwilling test subjects, human beings whose bodies were uh, interwoven with the DNA of the Justice League and they made new versions of Superman and Bruce Wayne and Diana and Barry Allen. And in this volume, which is the third volume, I believe, of this series, it's Justice League 3001. It's like year two, series two. Um, Guy Gardner's DNA was exploited. Um, and used on a test subject, but instead of generating a man, it generated a woman. And they call her Gal Gardner. And she has memories from Guy, but she's in a female form and Superman thinks she has a hot ass. Of course. Because Super, Superman is not the Clark Kent we know. Uh, this is a boorish, self centered, egomaniacal uh buffoon who can't fly. He doesn't have all the powers of Clark Kent. See they're they're not perfect translations. So it's Mono. No, it's see Ultra you're doing boy. you're doing mon you're doing both of those characters a disservice. This is a big buffoon. Uh he's strong. He can leap. Connor. But he he can't fly. <laughs> and he just wants a piece of ass, right? He wants to be recognized as the greatest hero of all time. And he's not. He hasn't earned that. But um Barry Allen has come to a very untimely demise a number of times in this series, and now his DNA has been imprinted on the female half of the Wonder Twins, Terry. And she has been uh transformed to a certain extent. She has Barry Allen's forthrightness and his his honor but um and his speed. This is a fantastic book. Probably one of the best times I've had in comics this year so far. Yeah, I, was a- I love this Can we
1: book. We just end the show right here because this is too good.
0: I know, I'm sorry. I, like, I gotta be honest. Um, F- Ice, remember, if you liked the Bwahaha era of the Justice League, and if you don't, you're no friend to David and myself, um, you will love this book. Ice is back. Ice is an immortal. She finds herself back with
1: the brand new
3: edition. That's right.
0: She's she's immortal. Um and uh Beatrice, aka Fire, has become the plaything of Etrigan. And the two are estranged. They're no longer friends during this this period because uh, fire is under the thrall of Etrigan, and Ice has her own little kingdom on Camelot 9, and the two are at war, and blah, blah, blah. And, um, well, read it. The big bad in this, this part of, this arc of the series is Lois Lane. F- somehow, Lois Lane has killed our Superman. And, um when the revived version of her, uh, prey is revealed she takes it upon herself to craft um, an Injustice League of her own. And it's uh, Sinestro and Mirror Master and Bane. This is just a cool book. Every, a blue, uh, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. The real Booster Gold and Blue Beetle appear. The real Supergirl appear. I'm not going to tell you how, but you have to read it. It's just a fantastic, fun book that is predicated on... Something very old. That ha" ha, Justice League we love so much has been made new. Again, not a stretch, but I thank Giffen and DeMatteis for doing it. I enjoyed it immensely, and I think you will too. And I'm sorry for being a hypocrite. (laughs) This is wonderful. Even Harley Quinn makes an appearance. There is a great, great, great descendant of Bruce Wayne running around in a giant bat armor um there's a robot that will tug at your heartstrings if you are a fan of the Giffen de Mateus Justice League um, it's just it's a lot of fun It's, it's great fun you should read it and Howard Porter never ever looked better so read Justice League 3001 and send me hate mail
3: they better not they will no, no they won't um, in your travels, <laughs> sit your ass down on your couch because tomorrow night you stole my shit, dog. Did
0: I? Damn. damn. Wait, how did he steal your your stuff?
1: He's about to pimp. what I was being the pimp.
0: Yeah. Oh, what is that?
1: I'll let him.
3: will let him do it. Does it start? <laughs> It starts tomorrow. Because that's tomorrow. Oh, it only starts like a half hour. Well, no, because of the West Coast, so I really don't think it starts until—I oh, don't think it's midnight Eastern time. Yeah.
1: yeah I was yeah, planning yeah. on staying up and watching the first. Episode. Nah, nah,
3: nah. She. Yeah. Um. In your travels, uh, we hope to see you next week at the convention. Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, you tell me how wrong
3: I was. And and prepare for the recap. A week from next week in two weeks. Uh so in your travels, let's see, there's the second issue of Generation Zero that came out from Valiant. Got that today. Yep. Uh and the second chapter of Bloodshot Island, which I haven't read yet. Uh and I'm going to you know what? Superman number seven was a pretty nice epilogue to the opening arc. Okay. Really don't, don't go Justice League 3001 oh, deep? I didn't oh, go very 3D, deep, did I? For an you went like up to the, yeah, way, way past the knuckle.
0: There's a Sinestro, not a Sinestro, there's a Starro <laughs> inserted into the Justice League. How cool is that? A Starro as a Justice League. It is! You gotta read this, but go ahead, I'm sorry. Especially
1: for a derivative idea.
2: <laughs>
0: I can't win. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah. That's what I I I just can't I'm on a treadmill. Oh, and I'm not
3: going anywhere. The <laughs> 2016. Events. So you have um it's basically a uh, an evening at the fair uh where Clark and Lois take John. And what was interesting is since Vince mentioned it earlier in the episode, there's a double page spread where um pretty much all is quiet in uh in Superman's Corner of the world, so he decides to help out some of his friends by, uh, zipping through Gotham City and Central City and London and the South Pacific and Aquaman and Flash and Wonder Woman all look up to this guy and say, thank you. What? Except Batman says, I don't recall asking for help. Superman says, I don't usually wait to be asked. Batman replies, "When it comes to me, start."
0: See, I don't. Agree. Why is Aquaman saying that? Because they're at odds. If you read Aquaman, Superman and Batman, Superman and Aquaman are not in a good spot right now.
3: <laughs> but they're also on the same team on the Justice League, bro.
0: I I know, so right? So that's
3: like at the same time.
0: That's where those. Okay. But that's where those ideas stemmed from—to see Aquaman and Superman at odds. Like Superman's in a really bad spot in Aquaman. Because Aquaman's thick. He's not though. He is, though. Oh. He is,
3: though.
0: Okay, I like this this spread. This is really sharp. It is. It is. It's very nice.
3: And because
0: Batman is kickass. It is, right?
3: Almost kind of a Jason Pearson kind of thing, but it's a um,
0: yeah, it's, yeah, a little bit.
3: It's, uh, it's Jimenez drawing this issue. Uh, who drew an issue a couple issues back, which I really enjoyed. But, uh, Clark promises Lois, no capes, no tights. I won't be Superman tonight. Just gonna be a nice little family outing. We'll go and, um, and enjoy the fair. Uh, he's like, I'll even give you my cape. And Scout's honor. I'm not gonna put it on tonight. Um, John is giddy. He is, he's beside himself. He sees his little girlfriend who he fell out of the tree with. Uh, her, her cow, her, her grandfather's cow is, um is up for, uh, is in the contest to, to win a blue ribbon. Uh, but while everybody's having fun, there are uh, a couple of thugs, ne'er-do-wells, a couple of uh, hooligans wandering around. They're, they're going to rob the, uh, the ticket booth, run off with the cash, which it pretty much goes unnoticed until one of them bumps into Clark and, uh, seems kind of shady. So Clark is kind of keeping an ear out, but, uh, it is a, it's, the issue is, is full of, well, I mean, it's gorgeous art throughout, but it, it's some nice moments yeah. of just some family bonding of, of, um, of, you know, John wants to run around and, and, Get on every ride and, and wants to, you know, wants, wants to, wants dad to use some of his powers to, to knock all the bottles down so he can win a prize and, and, uh, so it's, it's a real learning moment that Clark and Lois can, uh, can use for, uh, for their son. So everybody's having a, a, a grand time except Clark has to pull the old, oh, I, I think the, the milk and the cotton candy, it's not agreeing with me. I gotta go and, uh, and and he um he takes we never see it it all happens off panel but uh they get in the roller coaster and the <laughs> ticket booth uh, the the couple in the ticket booth are, are talking on the radio and they're talking about how um this 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 one of the there's a big dude in armor and and he uh he took took these guys out and and uh, I think Batman saved the day and it was, um, it had to be Batman, right? He's like, I don't know, man. Ba- I-, I-, I never, um, I never <laughs> seen Batman melt guns and fly away. And while this is all <laughs> happening, Lois is hearing it because it's on the two way as they're f- slowly going up the roller coaster and John's just like all excited. He's in the middle. He's oblivious to everything. Lois is her face is just, I, and, and Clark is looking all bashful and, and it's, but, and, the last page is, is fantastic too, but it was, it's, it's, a, like I said, it's a great epilogue to, to the first arc for Superman. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to what Tomasi and, and Gleason have next, but this was, this was even just a great standalone issue. It has nothing to do with everything that happened in the six issues prior. It just, uh, it was a real, this could have almost been the rebirth issue. It just, yeah. it, was, it, it was a nice, uh, Catch your breath. Uh, uh we're just, you know, we're we're simple country folk and, and we're just enjoying a night out with 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 our neighbors and I really dug it.
0: So you think Kathy's gonna be Jonathan's uh Lana? Uh, yeah. I think so. I think so.
3: Well that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. It's no. it might be. So yeah, that's
0: yeah, uh, <laughs> Such a dick. <laughs> that that was you. You that big dong is swinging, uh, swinging back and forth. Yeah, yeah.
3: So so now I think uh, Jason's <sighs> got a surprise for everybody. Not everybody may have known that this was happening. So I'm gonna let him take it
0: away. What's this? <laughs> I don't even think I know what's going on.
3: No, he's talking about Luke Cage, dog.
0: <laughs> no, he's not. Yes, he
3: is.
1: Yes, I was. <laughs> Netflix, <laughs> Luke Cage. It's happening. By the time uh, we get together for New York Comic Con, I expect everyone to have seen the whole thing.
3: Ah, oh, really? I don't S- discuss it? No, because I think There's... I don't think. Uh, I don't think Mario yeah. and Jen will be able to chug them all before next week. Why? I I, I think they like to pace themselves. I think Jen. I think Mario will. I don't give a fuck what he cares balls about balls deep, but I think Jen likes to 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 pat it out. And I don't know if Fernand are going to be able to watch all. Well, that's fucking going on in. I know. That's some bullshit. Uh, it is.
0: I'm I'm going to I'm going to try and jump into this full bore like I petered out on Daredevil. No okay. you did. Yeah, I'm just going to give cuz oh, for what, for whatever reason. Um Sorry. I I'll go into this unbiased.
1: Yes you are. Um and then I also wanted to shout out cuz I finally uh got my copy and perused it gleefully the uh the origin of creature for our boy Josh Ginter.
2: Yes.
1: Uh, nice. I got a, a beast in my copy. Sweet. Um, but it's awesome. Okay. Love the layout. Just like the last origin, it's mm-hmm. got a great geographic layout as we've talked about. And, uh, I thought it was a terrific story. And, um, as we've said already once before, but can never pimp it enough. Uh, you can go to Facebook, uh, Josh Ginter art, all one word, or you can go to awesome sauce comics on Etsy and, uh, procure your copy.
0: Yep. It's good stuff. Well worth your your time.
1: Yeah, he's a really good cartoonist.
0: Very he good. Is.
3: Um, Vince, did uh you get a chance to read Amazing Spider-Man eighteen?
0: Nah, I couldn't I couldn't do it yet.
3: Yeah.
0: I will though. If does it does it complete the arc that Slot started with um, way back when with with Otto? No, it doesn't complete it. This okay. Just and does the does the robot have anything to do with it? This issue, the whole bringing Otto back.
3: Oh no! No, it's been established that Otto's in the robot.
0: Oh really? Yes. I didn't know yes. that. Cool. Yeah. I knew I knew that thing existed for a purpose. Yep. Neat. Now I'll read yeah. it. I read it. Who drew it? Uh
3: It is. It's um, yeah, R.B. Silva, and and there are some panels. Arby Silva? Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. That name doesn't ring a bell. Oh, what did he I, work
3: on? Like G.I. Joe Arby Silva? I think so. <gasps> that's that's why I yeah, oh, that's what no. there are some panels that aren't that aren't bad. And then there are others, like I think I, I shared one on the Slack. I was like, I don't know if oh, that's supposed to be I, I think that's supposed to be Peter Parker, but it looks like um bloated hair weave. The struggle is Norman real. Oscar. It's just it just looked it but yeah. And it doesn't look too bad, but it's, it's, um, I'm not, you. I'm not feeling the Peter in this one. So, and, and it, the, Sp- yeah, the Spidey and- is cool, but they're just, it's like, yeah, if you're wearing a costume, he's, he's got you covered. But, uh, if, if you're just a normal dude, it, there's a little bit of inconsistencies, but yeah, that's, that's why I know the, uh, that's where I know the name from.
2: Oh. Cool. Well,
0: I'll read it. Uh, purely on your say so. Oh
3: really? Yeah, go for
0: it. Yeah. You guys caught up on the strain?
1: Yes. Uh, I have the, the most recent episode queued up here to watch. Uh,
0: okay. Alright. Once
1: we hang up. Yeah. If,
0: yep. It's, you it's, get, it's getting real good. I can go F. Yeah, I, I, I F I'm went from, from barely tolerable yeah, yeah, just, to like, I don't even want just to be I'm just waiting to it.
1: for the big thing to happen that's been supposed to be happening.
0: But the fourth season, next season is the last. Too. No, I think it's going. I think they're setting it up to that it, it's actually going to happen. It better. I know what happens. Oh, you do? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. I saw one of the covers All of the right. Dark Horse. Oh, okay. But I, I think I, I, they're, they're, they're not being subtle about it either. Because now, well, I can't say it because you didn't see the recent, most recent episode. But there are things in play that would Is uh a kid in play. Yeah. But no, you're right, David. F is a, is a jerk. Risking everything for the life of his, uh, little bitch of a, yeah, of that's, a... Why
3: does he gotta be a little bitch? He is a little bitch. He's a bitch! He is! Bitch. He is. Um, Zach, Zach is a bitch. Man, y'all be some haters.
0: No, we're not haters. The kid has done nothing other than the fact that he is of Ephraim's blood. He's a little
1: kid, what's he supposed to do?
0: He's a jerk. He, he flip-flops all the time. He has no you, loyalty you would to end- your
1: You would, if you're in that world, you had to choose between your mom and your dad.
0: Um, your mother is sucking the blood out of people's necks. You got a tongue 10 feet long. I think I would go with my dad. I don't care if it was my F mother. That's how so pl-
1: F's a douche.
0: He, he is a douche. He is a douche. But uh, that's why I like this story because it's so, these characters are not one-offs. They're not, You know, of a certain type. They're very complex characters. Like, I, I can understand why F would do what he did, Mm -hmm. but I can't condone it. Because, you're talking about the potential of saving all of humanity from this scourge that's, that's ravaging the world, Mm -hmm. or saving your son. You don't pick your son. Your heart tells you to pick your son, but everything else, all reason tells you that there's a hell of a lot of more people in the world. What if you do save your son? So this this vampire plague is going to ravage the entire planet. You're going to be dead anyway. You're going to be running for the rest of your life with your son. That's great. That's a great world for your kid.
1: I got to tell you, I have a choice between saving my kid and uh torching a whole city. I'm torching the city.
0: This is more than a city. This is like the the whole bag of marbles. It's true. You, g- you give him the lumen for your boy? Nah, no, no.
1: Yeah,
0: it's a little sketchy. The best character right now is Fett. The the most likable. Oh, see, I like Mister Quinlan. Boba. Well, yeah, okay, but yeah, but Quinlan has—he's got ulterior motives too. Oh yeah. Fett's the only one that's acting on, on. Oh yeah, he's just on pure righteousness. Like he just wants to do what's right.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh shit! you Even... are you talking about the
0: cover of the last issue of the series? Um, I don't want to say because okay. then, no, it'll, saying, it'll, but it's it's something that
3: it's, it's definitive. It's or it's, it's
0: yeah, it's pretty fine yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. I I love the strain. Um,
1: Strigoi. Yeah,
0: it's it's so good. I I really have to read the books. David didn't see it, but Jason, are you watching The Exorcist?
1: Uh, it's on my DVR, I haven't watched it yet
0: though. The first episode was phenomenal. Oh, nice. So good. I, I, I expected not to like it based on what it's, it's, uh, the springboard, right? right. The best movies ever. It's not too derivative of the
1: movie?
0: It's inclusive of the movie. The movie, um the events of the movie are included in this. Okay. They, they are, they have happened, they are, part of of uh, the story to a certain extent all right yeah yeah it's it's really good, cool yeah, all right, whatever, everybody, we thank you for being here with us again, if you have enjoyed any of this, I really hope you did uh please leave us an iTunes review or uh review anywhere it all it all helps us out and uh helps us to grow and get more people listening, and that 's what we want we want to. Uh, bolster the community, because we have a hell of a lot of fun with y'all, and we hope to have even more fun with you in person next week at New York Comic Con. Bu- 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 and I don't want to hear any of that BS where, oh man, I saw you, but I didn't want to... That's that's yeah, weak. Oh yeah,
1: that's for yes.
0: Yeah, Don't be weak. Come up. I will personally give you a gigantic hug. Vince, that's we how have a I- question
1: for you. How many intros are you going to get this week? All of
3: them. All the
0: intros. Wow, you're holding me to it. Um... I will get at least 35.
3: Wow, that's Holy wrong. shit.
0: What? That's not that much.
1: Well, considering you average I zero, th- I mean, it's...
0: Oh, my God. I, even at the risk of duplicating ones we already have, we'll freshen up the pool. I will get 35. All right. How could we not get 35? We know 30... We're intimately... Listen, if,
1: if, I, in if,
0: if, if people. I was
1: tasked, 35 would be like a layup, but... I,
0: you, know. <laughs> I, you gotta explain that to me. A layup is not all that much effort, is what you're saying? Correct. Okay. So but you want me to go? I am go for a three pointer.
1: I mean, listen, I, I, I.
0: I'll get, I'll get sixty.
1: <laughs> Come on now. Mm. I'll get
0: sixty. I will.
1: Listen, if you get sixty.
0: Do I have help, or do I got to do it you also have help. All right. You if get I have help,
1: fifteen. We'll help you with the last ten.
0: What? Oh yeah, okay, well, yeah, we'll clean up. <laughs> it's not this
1: is gonna be glorious.
0: I'll get 60. Nice. Cause I have an Android, which facilitates the ease of recording. Oh, it totally does. Yep. yep.
2: Alright. Hey
0: everybody, thank you. We love you so much. Join us at New York Comic Con next week. In the interim, come to our Facebook page. We're there all the time. Uh, we're on the Twitters we have a, a forum but it's a bit outmoded. but if you'd like yeah if you'd like to go there 11oclockcomics.com whatever you do just join us cuz we love companionship and we'll be there for that's you that's so true as usual say good night don't no you're like a metronome david good night David wow he did not falter at all that was pretty good thanks man i like to measure I'm getting better. i i uh for those you know a little bit behind the scenes i edit this edit in quotes cuz i don't really do much in uh audacity and i like to measure the distance between uh, the waveforms when I say it, when David say it, and it's, it, David says it's, it's pretty close.
2: <laughs> it's, it's pretty close. close. It's like, yeah, I
0: don't want to. Perfect, right? You know. Um, but you, you, you're, you're in the zone on every week. You're in the zone.
2: Auto zone.
0: <sighs> <sighs> it's nice, <laughs> nice to get recognition. Bye.
2: David Later.
0: We love you so much. Come back. Peace out. It's so good. Well melon Yeah. That's okay. do
2: yeah,
0: You'll never hear that on this show, but <laughs>